Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated entertainment cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news, entertainment information and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for tuning into the show here at Domain Cleveland. July 12th, 2009, VGN Radio presents Midwest Wasteland with your hosts, Kevin Baird, Don Anderson, and Larry Mack. Tonight's topic, cars or automobiles. Had to be done. All right. So absolutely none of our listeners know that song. Let me go over all the technical crap before you guys fall asleep, and then uh, we'll get into it. Um, Brian said he'll be about an hour late. That was about 20 minutes ago, so uh, hopefully he'll join us soon um, because we started the show uh, later than usual because I was fucking around. Um, Don Cease said that uh, if he does show up, it'll be later. So I don't know. I don't know what he's doing, or what, everything's a mystery with that guy. Uh, you know, it's kind of like Larry in that respect. Except Larry um, usually gives better, uh, you know, notice as to why he's leaving. Um, but Larry's back! Yay! He's been gone for two weeks. Unless you'd listen to the sports show, which apparently not many of you do. So, um, <laughs> welcome back, Larry. All right. I thought, I thought, I thought we we're getting a bunch of listeners. They just never showed up in the forums. You said we, we have, we have about a hundred. We have about a hundred, dude. A hundred. There you go. So Woo. it's um, it's not great. Here's to the here's to the first hundred. Somebody somebody's yeah. listening to us. Um, okay, a couple of technical notes. We've changed the RSS feeds of the shows, all of them. Um, this is to reduce the expenses that are being paid on. Um, the radio shows in general, and some of you may notice that some things have kind of changed, and this is to kind of explain how this works. I'm using the Libsyn system, and it's a little bit wonky, but um, the way it works is that if you want to get all of our radio shows, which is this one here, Midwest Wasteland, Video Game News Radio, and Cleveland Sports Radio, that all you have to do is subscribe to... V-G-N dot Libsyn, that's L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com forward slash R-S-S. Libsyn. That'll give you access to all our shows. But if you don't really want to listen to all the shows because you only like one or or two and you don't like the sports show or whatever, then you would only want to subscribe. You can um, specify after that R-S-S. You can put another forward slash, and for VGN, it's VGNR. For Cleveland Sports Radio, it's CSR. And for Midwest Wasteland, it is Midwest. 
So you just put, like, for instance, vgn.libsyn.com forward slash RSS forward slash Midwest. Make sure they're all lowercase, and that will get you only the Midwest Wasteland show. Uh, so you can do that for any of the three shows and subscribe that way. Um, I had to change a couple of things, though, with the RSS because there's only one actual RSS document, so the image and stuff is just kind of be standardized. Um, and the description and stuff, it's kind of, it's kind of, like I said, wonky. I don't know. Maybe I'll change it six months from now, but for the moment, since I don't want to, like, really confuse everyone, kind of just going to keep it the same so everybody can subscribe and get the show. Uh, we did pretty good. I, I did a redirect yesterday. Um, the people from iTunes, or la- for the last VGN, and the people from iTunes tend to be, um, our most subscribers and, uh, about... 1,500 people um, picked up the new feed. So somehow we have 1,500 people listening to the show just from iTunes. Uh, Everybody else that listens through any other traditional means would still be able to get the show on the old RSS feed. I'm keeping it updated for an indefinite period of time. But if you have something like, you know, iPodder or any other, like, RSS aggregator... um, you will probably want to resubscribe to one of the new feeds because eventually the old feed will go away. Uh, just so you know, go away. Um, I am going to get rid of live 365com uh, soon. Oh. Um, basically, it's five hundred dollars a year to renew, and uh, it's not really worth it. The uh, number of people that listen on the live three sixty five streaming just doesn't justify the expense of broadcasting the show live on the feed anymore. So um, that's going to go away. Uh, um, you'll still be able to listen live to the show by using our Shoutcast stream. Uh, you can go to videogamenews.com and go into the forums and post in the general form if you need technical help in order to set that up, since a lot of people there already do it and know how to use it. It's a lower quality stream than the Live 365, but it doesn't have any commercials or any of the weird stuff that Live 365 does. You can listen to it on your iPhone and stuff. That's actually uh, um, sc.vgn.us. If you actually open your browser and type in sc.vgn.us, it will redirect and tell you that it's going to open up a PLS file. Um, If you say yes to that, usually iTunes, Windows Media Player, uh, or Winamp, or something like that, will play um, the PLS, and you'll be able to listen to the show live, like you're doing right now. Um, Or you can just open it. You know, most people are technically savvy enough to figure it out on their own. You can just open it sc.vgn.us, and it'll play. So sorry for all the technical notes, but I just wanted to make sure everybody gets the show as we make these important transitions, um, because otherwise you won't, and then you'll be wondering where the hell the show went. So gotta make it so difficult. You know, it's actually I, I try to provide the most. Um, you know, with the Libsyn, if you go to vgn.libsyn.com, there's a player right there, so you can listen to it in your browser. And um, you can also uh, download the shows directly right there as well. So, you know, if you can't figure out all this RSS crap and the streaming crap, you can always just go right to vgn.libsyn.com and get the show. So, right on. All right. So, Sounds like uh, a plan. That's the, uh, that's the technical notes. I don't really, you know, um, one important, one last important thing is uh, next week's discussion. Uh, in case anyone is curious. Yeah, in two weeks, Midwest Wastelands. Disc- yeah, because next week is Video Game News Radio, and we're talking about, what, evil in video games? I don't know Something how like that. Yeah, I don't know how well that's going to go over. Um, but in uh, two weeks, we're going to be talking about drinking. 
drinking, drinking as an alcohol primarily, as well as um, you know, you know, Anderson, you know that whole thing where like um, where you didn't drink for a while and you would go to right. the bar and people kind of look at you like, oh, you know, everybody want to beat me up. You're one of them. One of those. What do you do? You know, he must be one of them homos. He's straight edge or something. So um, yeah, we're gonna be talking about. I was always. But then I, my eyes were always red, half shut, though. <laughs> well, everybody knew your story, right? So, right. Um, right. That's in two weeks. Should yeah, be when, when I didn't drink for a while, every time I went somewhere, someone always had some reason to offer me free beer. And I was like, this sucks. <laughs> and you look at them, you're like, of course. Yeah, that, of course that, that's when I always got offered the freebies. I was like, you bastard. Where were you a month yep. ago? Because they, oh, yeah. they just look at you and they, they, they see like, like, like a wounded animal. Yeah, I, I just look extra sad. I went. I went. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a quick story, real quick here. Uh, I know this chick who was a bartender at Applebee's, and I went up there and I procured her something that she needed. I got something for her that she needed. McDonald's. She was, really, she McDonald's, was like so happy. Right. You know, she's like, "I'm going to make you a drink." I was like, "You know what?" I was all high and stuff. I was like, "I just want a chocolate milkshake with like a ton of whipped cream on it. That would be the greatest thing in the world, right?" She's like, okay. She's like, I'm going to put vodka in it. And I'm like, no. I'm like, don't put any of it. No, no vodka. No, I just want a chocolate milkshake. And she's like, no, don't worry about it. It's cool. It's on me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And I'm like screaming no at her. She's all pissed. Yeah, because it's a chocolate milkshake. And Applebee's makes good chocolate milkshakes. And, uh, and I was screaming, and I watched. I'm like, no! If she's pouring the vodka in there, and she, she she poured it all out, and she puts it up there. She goes, there you go, all the whipped cream on top. I was like, I don't want that. She's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I can't. No, I'm not, because that's when I was in my non-drinking stage. So I was like, I'm not drinking. I don't drink. No. I was like, all I wanted was a chocolate milkshake. She got all mad and stuff. I'm like, why are you mad? I told you not to do it. Story I thought of. See, that would have been good for nice. That that would have been great for uh, two weeks. It's a now. preview for two weeks from now. So I got a lot of people saying that they really like uh, Midwest Wasteland more than they like Video Game News Radio as well as Cleveland Sports Radio, and um, this is their new favorite show and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, um, thanks. I'm glad that you like our tales of misery and woe. Um, yeah. But <laughs> you think your life's bad? Just listen to us for a fucking week. We'll see how it progresses. Uh, Midwest Wasteland, it is a new show. Uh, the topics at hand are um, interesting, but eventually, like the other shows, we'll start to look at each other and be like, so what do you want to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> I don't got anything. <laughs> you guys want to jump the shark. I don't, I don't really have anything. So um, we'll, we'll see. You know, it's, it's, it may be eventually this show may – we may stop doing it um, on a – topic basis like we, we've been doing it and we may start discussing more current events because there's only so I know people love our history stories and stuff but there's only so much to say you know and eventually <laughs> we're just kind of repeating um, unless we start killing off hosts of the show and replacing them with other people and there's not enough people I know in my <laughs> life that could um, possibly get a Sunday to come on it's um, more difficult than you think so anyway yeah, we'll- yeah but really if you think about it We've been rehashing a lot of the same stories for the past three years, and everyone still still seems to enjoy it. Every time I every time I go to say something, I'm like, I don't know if I've said this before, Maybe. because I don't know. And I mean, come on, how many times have we told the dead dog story on this show? Like forty seven? Well, uh, no, well, I told the story. I told the story once. once. No, yeah. was it twice? No, no. I think I, had, I think I had to tell it twice. 
And Kevin's told it a few times. But it's, and, but it's, no, but, no, but it keeps, no, but it keeps getting brought up. It's called a callback. That's what we have to come. <laughs> it's called a callback. Well, the people seem to really enjoy Brian's monkey story the best. Yeah. yeah. Um, everybody <laughs> seems to chime in to me that they absolutely love the story of him in the Navy fighting the monkeys. Um, right. <laughs> you know, that's cool. Uh, I, you know, the, Brian and his Navy stories is one of those things that. Uh, um, they're awfully they're they're really funny when he tells them, but it's hard to have him tell them because nobody really knows what he did. So it's you know it's hard to be like Brian. Remember that time you were because who knows? I wasn't there. I can't be like you know. <laughs> remember when you fought that guy? You know he's got to either offer it up or you know we're kind of on our own. So um, I don't know, but I do know a couple. Of, I do know a couple of stories where he got into fights in the Navy. So maybe I'll try to get those out of him eventually. Um, and half the time you can't understand him, he starts talking all crazy. <laughs> yeah, but that's fun. Everybody likes that. <laughs> yeah, when he gets on his rant and starts tripping right. over his tongue and stuff. Sorry. And then I was driving the car and I was just like, there's <laughs> <laughs> demons. Are, and you're just like, what are you doing, dude? Are you for real? What? what? Oh, come on. You're following him. You know what he's talking about. He's like, you're, uh, like you, were, you were crossing the street and then all of a sudden the ground opened up and swallowed. What? It's awesome. All right. It's funny. I'm not complaining, but I'm just saying it's just funny because you never know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. and then you're just like, what? And he goes like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, what, dude? I didn't hear all that. He's like, I'm not doing it again. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Got to be a smart ass. Uh, Anderson's mostly talking about when you hang out with Brian at parties. Uh, the same thing kind of goes on. He sort of sits there and just starts going into a big like story like that. <laughs> And you're just kind of like half half in the bag yourself, and you're just looking at him, and you're like, you know, it's like, He's yeah, talking the, about dragons, <laughs> the, yeah, the army flies in and stuff, and they like airdrop in avocado dip, and everything. You know, just like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure where this went, you know. It's like Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death, great film. Yeah, guys, uh, it's awesome. Okay, it's my so anyways, I'm sorry, I keep player. I keep interrupting. I'm hey, sorry. it's all good. Brian's not on just the show, so we here. have to bag on him a little bit. See, nobody rags on Cease because. Are kind of afraid of him. And, he's tall. Uh, he's got big hands. Yeah, he's uh, just crush us, turning our bones into dust. Um, but I don't know if there was something to say. No, I mean, because he doesn't offer up what the hell he's doing either, which is kind of a problem. You can't really, you know, if he was saying, "Well, I'm at my kid's recital," or somebody would be like, "Bullshit," you know. But he's just, he's he's just smart. <laughs> yeah, coming on. He's just smart enough to be like, you know, real short about it. You know, I'm not gonna be there. It's like, all right, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, Brian, Brian immediately launches into the explanation. Which you know, that's, just like, yeah. that, I'll be there. Right, that's how you know it's a lie. Why, what's going on? I just won't see you. Bye. Because, like, like, when Brian starts up with that whole, like, well, you know, the kids have <laughs> the whooping cough, and we had to put them in the Krypton for like, you Answer the phone, it never starts off with, I'm going to be late, or I'm not going to be there. It's going to be like, okay, listen, here's the deal. Yeah, and see, that, I, that, that's how it always begins. I used to call Brian to find out, you know, to try to get him on the show and everything. But I called him the one time, and he was all doing that. My back, my back hurts. <laughs> and I just, you know, it was just so fake and ridiculous. Because like, what does it matter if your back hurts anyway? You're on the phone, Fuck him. you know. Dude, we've got to sit though. I did. I did the out. show laying at the top of the steps, vomiting. And shitting the whole time. Remember that one time when I was really sick? I was like, I don't know. You're like, what's up? And I'm like, I don't know. But I'm here, man. I was trying to talk about video games and stuff. I was like, I just played James Bond. Hold on. It was 
I didn't care. Listen, man, you fell asleep during uh, Cleveland Sports Radio. Uh, <laughs> Dude. That was awesome. That that was great. <laughs> I'm, and I can't hear it. How do I hear that one? Is that even up? Yeah. Where am I going to go to listen to that? Um, well, how do you get the shows? How do you get the shows right now? I don't do anything. I just click on the live 365 right, see, that, and it plays the shows. Right, and, no, that doesn't. You can't do that. You got to like have an RSS um, for the sports show specifically. I mean, now that I've moved everything to Libsyn, all the news shows, you'll be able to just go to Libsyn and get them. But like right. the sports show, it doesn't have all the automated play in the browser, none of that crap. Just, so you have to like, you actually have to, um, you can physically, you can physically download it. But Colop basically gave up on adding the shows to um, Cleveland Sports Radio. Uh, I don't know why exactly. He just kind of oh, okay. decided not to add them anymore, and I haven't done it either. Um, right, because nobody cares about the sports show anyway. So what the hell? It's not like we get any positive mail about it. Maybe Larry does. It is Larry's show, so I don't know. I, I do have I do have mail this week. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so anyway, so that show's never been. Actually, posted. I think Akuma gets the most mail out of all of us uh, for the sports show because uh, I have like four emails and three of them are for Akuma. Well, Akuma's on this week, so that ought to be interesting. Um, yeah, and so anyway, dude, to answer your question, I don't know what so date I, that is. The, I mean, the file's there. You, I could tell you how to get it, but I just don't know what date that show was. I mean, how many? I just want to. I just want to hear my. I just want to hear me fall asleep. Yeah, it was. It was fun. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's a great moment broadcasting right there. Okay, so um, since no one's showing up, let's talk about car. So let's talk our cars. Uh, I'll start it. I'll start it up here a little bit. Um, we're gonna first talk about parents. Your parents' automobiles, and um, <laughs> I don't quite remember exactly. Um, my mom had a car, and I was too young to really remember when she came over here. You know, um, from uh, Canada, um, she she had a car, and it caught on fire and burned our garage down. <laughs> and um, this was when we were living in Michigan. I'm not That's sure. Sweet. I wish Brian was here. When Brian shows up, I'll have him clarify this a little bit because I'm not exactly sure what happened. And um, she ended up getting an AMC Gremlin. And um, for all you guys who don't know what the hell an AMC is, it was a car company that uh, existed. <laughs> that gave us such great vehicles as the Gremlin and that ugly-ass Eagle. Yeah, the Eagle, the Hornet. Um, it, it, they, they were a major car company in the terms of, like, they were the same as, like, say, Chrysler, GM, or anything. And I, I, they were bought by Chrysler... Uh, in the 70s and late 70s, uh, early or very, very early 80s, uh, there were no more AMC cars made. I think the Eagle was the last one. Um, and uh, you could still see them occasionally on the road. You can tell because they have this weird, like, four wheel, four by four look or something. Usually got paneling. Um, yeah. Not a low riding a, sedan with monster truck tires. Right. Yeah, they're weird like that. Not not an attractive automobile. Some of them were interesting. Um, anyway, Chrysler bought them and immediately put them to death. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for Chrysler. Gremlin was kind of like an early hatchback car. Mole uh, used to have one. Yeah, the, the Gremlin wasn't the worst. I mean, it, there were bad AMC cars, but the Gremlin was, I think, was fairly popular because I think it was inexpensive. A- People like that hatchback. Um, that way, when she got divorced, she drove that to California and stuff. I don't have any too, too many memories about that, but that's what she had. She eventually then purchased a Celica. She drove that Celica forever, so 
Um, whatever. When you live in California, I guess you can have a car and just drive it forever because there's no salt on the road. You know, there's no freaking snow. You know, whatever. Unless you get into a car accident or the car catches on fire or something. Um, right. My dad had a Maverick that he had when he came over from Canada. And then, um, all right, who's typing? I hear you. Sorry. Too loud, man. Too loud, hey. <laughs> and, uh, I was even specifically doing it really slowly and softly. I'm Penalty, typing too loud. And then he had a Nova, and Anderson remembers the Nova. The cancer mobile. <laughs> Wasn't that the cancer mobile, yeah. the gray one, or was that the white one? It was gray, right. It, well, yeah, by the time Brian had it. Um, <laughs> my brother, yes, I remember that one. My brother comes out of the Navy. And, you know, this is really a story, but he'll screw this part up. My brother comes out of the Navy, and uh, he doesn't have a car. And my dad has this Nova, and it's really old. It's beat up. It's it's just like, it's just had it. And um, he, my dad had no money. He couldn't afford a new car. Couldn't afford a used car. He didn't have any assets. He had no way of buying a car. Forget about it. So Brian had these friends, the Bakers, and um, uh, they gave him a car. They gave him a Citation, it was called, which is like a four-door hatchback. Not not a very good car. It had some kind of problem with, I think, the transmission or something in it. But it was newer than my dad's car. So my dad told my brother, he was like, look, why don't you give me the Citation, and I'll give you the Nova. And I don't know, there might have been some sort of ridiculous monetary consideration in there, like, and $20, you know, and Brian was like, cool, you know, beer money. <laughs> I, I've no idea, you know, something weak like that. So my brother ended up getting the Nova, and immediately I think he got a can of spray paint and put, like, an anarchy symbol on the doors, and um, he had bumper stickers on there covering the rust spots, and that, yeah. was, that was the one where he, like, if everybody remembers his ex-girlfriend story where he punched his mirrors off and stuff, that was the Nova, and... Um, <laughs> And Anderson, uh, that's when he uh, got introduced to Brian. We discussed this story once before where um, <laughs> he pulled up in that car and everything from school and was like, come on, get in and stuff. And Anderson was in the back seat. We Fucking drove, fine. <laughs> we drove him yes. around, and then we got those two liters of wine coolers. Remember when wine coolers came in two liters? Yep. And yep. Uh, Metro Parks got drunk. Right. Yeah. We get, and, then, and then you guys were like, I got to go home, and I had to go home. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that was the that was the thing. Everybody was still too young in ninth grade. Everybody had curfews and shit. It was kind of funny. Um, so yeah. So anyway, that was my my dad. Eventually, I, I, he didn't drive that Citation very long. He eventually got a um, um, what the hell was that thing? Like a like a Cougar from his friend, and that went to Don C. Went to me. Then I went to Don C's. I, I would re- love to have Don C's here and talk about all his cars because I think he's had fifteen of them and they've all been pieces of shit. And um, and then uh, then he got like a Park Avenue, and then he had a Buick, and blah blah. blah. So um, I don't really have too many interesting stories as far as what happened. My dad was actually a fairly good driver, except that he drove two footed, and he often drove, he often rode the brake. So it made it like one of those things because old cars, like the Nova and stuff. If anybody remembers old cars, like the front seat was basically just a bench, and right. uh, you just you know you. You could squeeze as many people on there as you, as you wanted to, but you could lay down on there. It didn't matter. And, um, you know, if you hit the brake, you just roll into, like, the the wheel well area down below or whatever. You just, like, you know, as a kid and stuff. And you're like, oh, you know, you climb back out of it. Uh, you know, cars just weren't the safety um, uh, <laughs> things they were if the, today. 
if the driver was short, you better not be tall and sit in the front seat. He had the um, he had the old radio with the black push buttons on it. Remember those? And oh, yeah. uh, you turn them on, and then you're like. It doesn't go to it doesn't go to a station. It just goes to an area. Well, see that's right. right. That's what my dad. It just moves over a half inch. My dad thought the same thing, right? He and I always thought I was like saying to myself, "I said it cannot be right because it never made any sense, right? You figure if you push the left button, it would go to the left, but it would always go like somewhere to the right or kind of in the middle or just move over an inch and stuff. And then like one day, I figured out that if you pull out the black and then push it back in, it set the station. And I was like, oh, my God. And my dad never knew that. So he drove the car for, like, 10 years and never realized that those black buttons that you push in could actually be programmed on the car stereo. So didn't know that. I didn't know that. Well, if you ever run into one now, if you ever happen to get into a Moles uh, AMC Gremlin. um, If you have a a car radio like that, go ahead and just kill yourself. (laughs) It's time to change. My mom had 8-track. Did you guys ever have 8-track? I did have an 8-track in my uh, old uh, Riviera. I I had some sweet 8-tracks, too, man. I had physical graffiti on 8-track. I had Dr. Hook on 8-track. I just threw all my 8-tracks out. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. (laughs) 8-track is just the the worst. Um, It is. I had a whole collection. No, come on. No. It isn't awesome. It's not. It's not good. You get the you get the best sound quality on eight track. Get the fuck out of here. Sound quality <laughs> what? against what? I get, it's all area. You usually got to shove that piece of paper in to get it to work right. We had like albums. Like Never I know, use the piece of paper. Mine always worked beautifully. Oh, boy. Uh, occasionally I had to jiggle it to get it out though. Yeah, we pull out the table. That, that was my big problem. They, they had a tendency to not eject jiggle. all the way. You, you, you gotta eject. You gotta jiggle it to get it out. You could only yeah, really like eject it, and then you have to sort of yank on it while you're pressing the eject button. You could only fast forward it, and like it had like the four tracks, and like uh, it was always like this thing where you would like fast forward, then it would switch to the track, then you'd have to go back, so you'd be like. To get back to the one you were on. It was hard to go after one specific song on an 8-track. I'll give you that. Right, and then, yeah, if you had a long song that was, like, too long, it would just fade out, and then it would... And then go to the next, and then start up again on the next track. Fuck, man, 8-track was horrible. But but it's not like it was real easy to go back, you know, from... You know, go to a specific song on a cassette, either. You know, the even the players where it had that thing where it true, would skip ahead one song. True, but that you was could, a crapshoot at best. True, but you could rewind, and I mean, I think rewind was the the killer feature for a cassette because you know most people want to hear the song over and over again, so they just want to keep rewinding and playing it again. You know, not fast forwarding through five songs to get back. Well, to maybe the if you buy quality. Uh... Albums, you don't have one song you want to listen to over and over again. You want to hear the whole thing from beginning to end because it's all quality music. That's why CDs so kill music. So that's on them. Listen, tape, tape in general, blue. I'm not saying CDs were great um, or are great or anything. Vinyl is probably the best as far as like um, real tape for great real sound. No, because tapes tapes audio. Um, Fidelity isn't very good. It usually sounds like it's like underwater. And, t- and tapes it always died after about the fifth time you listened to it. It wasn't that it sounded great, but it's like you could do stuff with tapes. You could record stuff. You could yeah, make no, your true. own mixes. You could do, you know what I mean? And you could do that now with CDs. But back then, you know, that was the thing to do. So that's what makes them cool. I still have a whole shitload of cassettes. I don't have a cassette oh, player, I, but yeah. I got them. It, it, oh, yeah, it, didn't, it didn't really take like the... Um, 
I'm not saying it's hard today or anything at all to make a CD, but it, it, it it's it's like less. Um, I think it, it, it's less fun in a sense because you actually had when you were like making tapes, you actually had to listen to the songs while they were recording for the most part, unless you had some weird right. super radio or something. So a high speed dubber that made it go fast. Yeah. So you could actually spend like a couple of hours sitting there like listening to the songs yourself as you put it together. I mean, certainly you could do that today. You could just force yourself to listen to every song while you're. Uh, building your cd but for the most part you could just like select 10 songs move it over press a button burns it out you know it's not like it takes the same amount of effort um, right, well anyways let's talk about cars yeah sorry so anderson parents what'd you have i'm trying to think i remember the earliest memory i have is my parents buying this brand new station wagon it was a blue station wagon and the only reason i remember it is because i sat in the back i was like look at this i'm laid down in a car i was like four years old or whatever i was like hey, i'm flopping around my dad drove a crappy Vega, I think wow. it was a green Vega that he got from. I don't even know grandma. what a Vega is. It's uh, it was a car from the seventies. It was one of those old ones that made a lot of noise. It had a real muffler, but anyways. Um, and then after that, I really, I there was a Ford Tempo in there. There was a Dodge O two four. My parents brought bought like crazy cars. Um, then they started buying like grand marquees and stuff. They started getting old. My dad, towards the end of before he retired, he bought a truck. He bought a white truck. You might remember it, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I remember your dad's white truck. Uh, you he, know, he, there was kind of like a that, tinge that said, of fear uh, in my that I got when I saw that truck. Like I was almost nope. afraid to go to your house. Like if I could because I could go to Don's house. You know, if his dad wasn't home, and not not that his dad ever gave me any problems at all, but you know. I could go to his house, and his dad wasn't there, and he just felt more comfortable knocking on the door. <laughs> right, because you know he wasn't going to answer the door and be like, hey, what are you doing here? Who are you? Like, I'm Kevin Baird. Remember, I was here yesterday. I'm the tall kid. All right, you're tall. All right, go ahead. What you need? But anyways, he had a he had a, a white Ford Ranger, and that was like just when I started to drive because I didn't get my license until I was like 17, and I didn't really get a car until I was almost 18. But uh, my dad had this white Ford Ranger, and anytime I wanted to borrow my mom's car, they would say, no, you can't take our car, that car, but you can take your dad's truck. And it was like, you'd be like, okay, let's fuck it. You know, you, you take a truck. Well, my dad, being the smart man that he is, He's like, I don't want people taking it. He didn't want people taking his truck. The truck that he bought, being Scottish and cheap, had uh, <laughs> no no power steering, no power brakes, and an AM only radio. Nice. So it'd be like you could take the truck. <sighs> Let me call my buddy up and see if he can get his car. You know, I mean, then, of course, desperate times call for desperate measures. And, of course, I would take it. And this truck also had one of those bench seats as well. So that was always kind of annoying, too. But it was just, you know, you go to pick, like, Oz up. And, like, he'd be like, hey, let's put on the radio. And it's like, yeah, go ahead. You can listen to Christian Bible talk or sports talk. You know, AM radio only, buddy. So I remember that truck. That truck, that was pain in the ass but then they started buying those old people cars the grand marquees and the mercury cougars and <laughs> old people you know the big the big cars the big cars like the one i got now but my first car am i allowed to talk about my first car now or is that what am i supposed to do now no i mean we'll just move to larry really quick we'll get to your car in a second okay go um, ahead okay i didn't because yeah. you started talking about yeah you know, no, i didn't your brother yeah, i didn't talk about my <laughs> uh larry um uh, actually did the, you have uh, parents 
That's, the first one I remember my dad having was a uh, AMC Gremlin. Uh, really? Yeah, a purple Gremlin. Uh, so I remember them fondly. Uh, that was right around the time my parents got divorced. And I remember my mom had um, like a brown Shelby Mustang uh, that she got on the cheap somehow. Uh, I remember the... Uh, like the interior was all messed up, so I'm, I'm sure that had part of it to part to do with it. And uh, I remember the the eight track CD or the eight track player. Although uh, I believe, her, if I remember correctly, my my dad was the one who installed the AM and FM radio because right that was a big upgrade. That was uh, good. So the, 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 those are the ones I remember my parents having when I was young. Uh, Later on, I remember my dad got a, uh, he, he decided to flaunt his wealth and got like a, a one of those crazy ass big Buicks, like a, I, I don't remember if it was a Riviera or a Regal or, it, it was one of those status symbol type cars that was just an absolute piece of crap. Uh, <laughs> just he, big. He leased it and finally, I, I think, I, I don't think we had it a year. And after about the seventh time he had to take it into the shop for something different, he was like, you know what? This car sucks ass. You're voiding my lease now. I'm not giving you any more money for it. You're giving me another car. And that's just the end of the discussion. But uh, those are the cars I remember from my childhood. So nothing particularly interesting. Sorry. Okay. My brother is on, so let's get him. We can get him up to speed really quick here. Not really. <laughs> you know it's going to take another half hour. <laughs> What's up, man? Finally got back. We just went and saw Star Trek with my kids. It was pretty cool. Cool. Long-ass movie. Yeah, whole two hours, dude. My life ended. <laughs> Long-ass movie. Because well, yeah, you the- took them at noon. Dude, it's not gone with the wind. Calm down. All right, so we're talking about cars. You're right on time because we're just getting started, actually. Um, just getting to Brian. Yeah, we really are. Um, I told how, uh, bad, how bad was the roast while I was gone? Well, I was talking. Was no, no, it wasn't. It, it wasn't <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah. too bad. Um, it wasn't that bad. It could have been worse. The yeah, um, I was telling everybody about mom and dad's cars after they came over the border from Canada, Jesus. and um, uh, mom had what was that first car that caught on fire in the garage? Do you remember? That was a T Bird. Okay, she had a T Bird, and did that burn the whole garage down? Is that why we built that new garage? Uh, no, we didn't have a garage before that. It was a brand new garage, and something in her electrical system caught on fire. And after that happened, um, we, I mean, nothing. There was really no damage to the garage at all. Oh, really? See, I was such yeah. a little kid, man. I don't even remember. I mean, I was, I was young. You I just remember, I just remember jumping around, like you know, doing the pee pee dance because the fire department was there, and they came up and they sprinkled some water, and then they made, they stuck around to make sure it wasn't going to flash up, and then they left. Okay, and that's when she bought the Gremlin, right? She trade, yeah, she got rid of it because the the car was sort of trashed, and so she went from the the big ass fucking T bird <laughs> to the fucking Gremlin, man. Go figure. <laughs> and, the mole car. And uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about um, we'll talk yeah, about we already talked a little bit about the Nova, but we'll we'll come back to that um, with I you uh, when we um, USS Bobo Mobile. Yeah, because it was your basically first car. Um, uh, Dad's Maverick. You don't have anything interesting to say about that car, do you? 
I just remember that he owned it, and for the longest time, I could not remember what in the fuck it was called. Like, I'm like, okay, so it's a kind of horse thing. <laughs> At my, the last driver's meeting I went to, man, all the truck drivers go, I'm sitting there. Of course, you know, people are talking to us about stuff that's going on in the company. So I immediately I just fade out, and I'm like, my dad had a car, but I can't think of what the fuck kind it is. And they're like, what was it, a Mustang? I'm like, no, but it was a kind of car. It was like a horse. It reminded me, something like that. And they're like, Pinto? I'm like, no, he would never drive a Pinto, man. And, you know, we went through it, and all of a sudden, like, <laughs> like, like we're watching, like, a movie. And all of a sudden, I'm like, a Maverick. That was it. <laughs> There's like, like oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah, I remember my, my our dad, um, he would Jimmy rig stuff because he could never afford freaking to get real repairs. Oh, yeah, the whole things. car was put together with coat hangers. Yeah, yeah like the muffler fell off this one time on our trip to Canada, and he repaired it with a coat hanger and a beer can. And, uh, <laughs> and it worked really well. Uh, I think even when Brian got it, it still had that um, attachment. But I could only imagine the, the when you know something did go wrong that the auto mechanics looked under that thing, and they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh yeah, there's a Bush beer can on here and stuff. Yeah, so uh, then again, maybe they liked his ingenuity. So, all right. So my first car, uh, which um, eventually becomes uh, Brian's later car. So let me think. Maybe we should do um, Brian. Why don't yes. you uh, talk a little bit about the Nova since that was your first car? Okay. Well, originally the Nova wasn't the first car I owned. The first car I owned was the Citation. Right. But I couldn't that. afford it. Right, because like the the uh, transmission. transmission was fucked. Okay, so my dad went, got a loan immediately because I gave him put it in his name, and I never owned the Nova. It was never in my name. It was always in Dad's name. But I didn't care. You know, four wheels engine. He didn't care what I did with it as long as I put gas in it. Um, so basically, that was the trip. He's like, I'll pay for it, but uh, I get she, I get um, the citation. You get the Nova, basically. Yeah, he wanted the good car, and I got the rubbish car. He's like, so you know, which you know, again. Bears never get their brakes fixed, so the first thing I had to get fixed was the fucking brakes, because, like, you know, I would, like, I remember I took this one guy, Dolan, the older Dolan, to fucking the state liquor store, because he was 21, I was 21 yet, they need a bunch of booze, he's like, yeah, I'll buy it for you, man, but you gotta buy me something, too, and I'm like, alright, so we're on our way to the state liquor store, and I'm, like, roaring up Columbia Road, and, like, traffic stopped, and I hit the brake, and it was just like, you know, as we continued to go forward, he looks over at me, and he's like, we're not gonna stop, are we? <laughs> you know, and the Nova wasn't, like, it wasn't exactly, like, like the safety belts weren't exactly. I mean, it was in name alone, safety belt. I mean, that was the car that Dad one time took us to fucking school, and he made that left hand turn. The door just like popped open on us. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah, you know, just over, just like, oh, fucking closing shit. I was like, oh my god, man. So I inherited that piece of shit. And I basically lived in that thing for like the first year I had it. I was never home, man. I was always going over people's houses at parties, and I'm like, I'm too drunk to drive home, so I just sleep in the car. And they came up the next morning, like, dude, you're still here. Yeah, I didn't want to drive. Like, you got to get out of here, man. You know, can't park here. So, the fucking Nova. Oh my god, that thing was like a. It was like a brick. <laughs> if you could, make, if you could, like when they designed, if, what was that's like a Chevy, right? So like Chevy, uh, Chevy um, Nova. They're like, how, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna make this car look? You know, and like, dude, I don't know, man. I'm out of ideas. And they look over, and there's a brick. They're like, look, we'll make it look like that. Let's you put know? some wheels on that. Yeah, we'll yeah. just make it for people because i remember when our dad got it because that was about the same time when we were getting the driveway made and we had this giant fucking pile of gravel in our backyard to i guess mix the concrete i didn't know you know the, the, the whole i'm a little vague on how that like thing guy made the driveway and she because before that it was all gravel so they decided to add more gravel to make the driveway yada yada and i just remember like my brother and i were like trying to climb up to the top and slide back down and our mom was like get down from there 
And then, you know, we're expecting my dad to come home, like, with, you know, like a Corvette or something. He comes home with a fucking Nova. Even my mom, I just remember her. I distinctly remember her just like, so that's the new car? Oh, it's very nice. But you can tell by her voice, she was just like, dude, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think you can afford it, you know, so. Okay. But, uh, uh, all right. Yeah. So um, uh, don't talk about the LTD yet, but um, uh, when you got done with the Nova, what did, did you go to anything before the LTD? Yeah, the Citation. Because Dad got rid of it, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'll take it." Yeah, I remember yeah, that the thing. Fucking the fucking thing worked great, you know. I mean, kinda. I mean, basically, yeah. he left it in Jamestown to die. And yeah, uh, like, dude, I need a car that's not the Nova because the Nova was like, you know, it was dead. Don Cease and I once tried to revive it. I mean, you know, I opened up the hood locked. one time looking at the Nova, man. It was fucking orange underneath. <laughs> it was just, it was like, you know, like what fucking body of water has this thing been laying in for the past five years man it's just all fucking like there's no there's no saving it i mean there was like no liquid in that car whatsoever i mean even windshield wiper fluid was optional and so finally the thing died dad's like well i'll give you the citation and uh you can have that so i just drove the citation because by then he had moved on to i don't remember yeah that cougar yeah so i got the citation and that thing was like it was kind of cool because it was a lot better like as far as like it was faster you know, you don't have to worry about hitting a bump and also the thing knocking itself out of gear. What was that fucking, remember that fucking, you go to the bottom of uh, one hill over there in the Metro Parks and there was that giant fucking car swallowing uh, chuck hole. And if you hit it, man, <laughs> it's just right. All the lights in your fucking dashboard come on. You know, like, you know, abandoned ship, we're going to blow. You know, it was fucking crazy. You know, the citation was like so small. You know, you was like, go around and like, you know, another car will be coming the other way, you know, and it's like, there's like just enough room for two fucking cars and you're already in the wrong lane because you don't want to go into that gigantic fucking <laughs> hole and you're just like, Jesus Christ, you know, and the guy coming at you, his eyes are wide, the fucking tires, like, yeah, because nobody, you know, nobody in Cleveland has any common sense. You know, we all drive like about a zillion fucking miles an hour. Yeah, um, Citation was actually a four-door, though. It was actually bigger than you think. Yeah, it wasn't as small as, say, the Gremlin was. It was, um, But I know what you're saying. It, the Nova was a complete death trap. Uh, it was scary. And uh, in a good way, though, when you're in your 20s or early teens like I was, and uh, you didn't care about dying. So you're like, cool, Brian, drive us somewhere and stuff. you know. And There's, like, fucking fumes in the air, and you got that nasty uh, heater core smell coming. Yeah. All right, lovely. So um, my first car, then... This is kind of odd. Uh, Don C's had an LTD, and um, basically that was his first car. And Everybody knew the LTD. The LTD is basically like a big two-door car with a giant hood. I think it had a 305 in it, and um, uh, it was like a clown car because it had two giant bench seats, and he could fit 20, <laughs> 20 people in the fucking thing. <laughs> And uh, I think it was godlike. Yeah, he was basically, you know, the, the bus per, driver. He he's older than everybody in a sense, you know, um, in in my age group. And uh, yeah, like he was born in January, so he was the first guy with his driver's license at sixteen. And so you know, he's the only friend we had that drove. So he drove right. us all over everywhere, and um, uh, it was it but, was a cool car. But he sold it to me, and uh, I bought it really cheap, like. $300 or something. But I didn't have a driver's license. Uh, I bought it, I was probably 17 years old, maybe. And um, I didn't have a driver's license. So it just sat in um, uh, my uh, apartment complex for for a while. I, not forever, but mm -hmm. for maybe like four or five months. And then Brian 
needed a new car. So, um, my dad... Uh-oh, who's got the call? <laughs> Me. Machine will Don't pick it up you. in a second. You're gonna get that <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Brian got this car, and uh, Brian, why don't you tell us uh, what happened when you got the LTD? Oh, that thing sold. <laughs> so, like, all, I have a couple stories about the LTD because number one, you know, it was it was it was a it, like, it came with its own anchor. You know, I mean, it's one of those cars that young people today look at and they're like, "How did anybody get anywhere in that thing?" Well, I'll tell you. Um, when I first got, I picked up at this garage in North Olmsted, suburb out here in Cleveland. These two guys that worked on all of Dad's contraptions. All those cars, and uh, I don't know what it was that they originally were supposed to have fixed, but I did notice quite quickly that they did not fix the tires, or the brakes, or nothing, because I got it, and I'm like, God damn, man, this fucking thing doesn't seem like it wants to stop very much. Like, at first it seemed to work, but as time went by, you know, as a couple miles went by, it didn't want to fucking slow down all that much. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to get this thing. But, you know, I was too far away to go to the garage. They were already gone because I got there late. Um and my wife at the time in the car, and we're driving through the metro parks. And anytime you go in the metro parks, as I'm sure you've heard of us describe the Cleveland metro parks, you have to go downhill. And none of these hills are sane. Okay, like there's like one hill, Cedar Point Hill is kind of sane, but even then, like you know, you'll be like Cedar Point Hill is not like the amusement park. And then you go down the hill, and you understand why. Anderson actually went down on a rollerblades once, if I'm not mistaken. No, didn't you? No, I, I went. I went down. A, I went down. You know how if you go down Cedar Point Hill and you keep going towards like NASA. Yeah, that, hill go, that 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 hill over there, that road curves a That's lot. That's still crazy, dude. <laughs> I drove. Okay. I, I went. I went all the way. I drove. I'm the one who drove all the way to the NASA gate, put yeah. the car in neutral, and took the hill backwards. Right, let, me, let me just explain <laughs> wow. something to our car full of people. Let me explain something to our listeners in case people are interested. Um, uh, basically, we we've talked about the metro parks before, but in case you've never been to Cleveland, you don't understand. Uh, Cleveland, as you know, at the Burning River and all that kind of stuff. Basically, there's a big river. And a number of um, other rivers that go in and around Cleveland and eventually dump into Lake Erie. And so there's a park system, essentially, that's built all along the river. And the river, being a river, is, um, you know, below the rest of um, society in case it ever were to flood. You know, you don't want all those people in the suburbs flooding out because here in the midwest we're smart unlike other people that obviously live near rivers that we see on the news every year and they're like i don't know what happened my home went down the river you know that doesn't happen here because (laughs) the metro parks actually gets closed off uh when it rains really heavy they put out these um roadblocks and you just can't go that way and because basically they just let the roads flood they're like the road's flooded and uh you know there's just high water until the water recedes so that makes it so that the park, the roads that you drive on are twisty, tur- like twisty. Tur- you can't just speed that. Well, you can try to speed down the things, but essentially you can't because you will literally fly off the road. And we've had numerous friends who have lost their cars because being drunk <laughs> yeah. and going down there, you smash into people coming up. Right, you just roll over, like Brian says. There's big chuckles, and you just fly off the road. You don't know what you're you about didn't to fly off the road. You just disappeared. You dude. just didn't know what you're going to run okay. into. Yeah, you were just like, "Hey, man, what the hell is that in the road? Is that water?" Ah, and all of a sudden, you hear the <laughs> fucking theme song from fucking Land of the Lost, Marsha, Will, and Holly. On a route, you just ah. There's dinosaurs at the bottom. The and, fucking thing was so goddamn deep. 
And there and there's a couple of um there's a, there, there's many areas of the metro parks that aren't around rivers. I don't want to make it sound like it's exclusive to that because there are nature preserves and uh, other things that um uh, oh we lost Larry. Uh, hold on, getting him back. And um, this is an hour. This is that weird thing where it's uh it's the hour thing. All right. Well, Brian, go ahead with your story. People, well, anyway, so we're going through the Metro Park, and I, I, prefer, I, do, I decided to let you go. So now you know that it's sort of steep, and it was snowing out. And my ex-wife, anytime she fucking used to get nervous, she would start just babbling endlessly, you know? And I finally looked at her, I'm like, shut up! We're going to fucking die! I can't stop the car! It's snowing! Shut up! You know, typical Ohio snow. I mean, it was like, you know, sort of snowing when I left the gas station. And by the time I got to the fucking hill, it was already like, like an inch deep on the road. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. And that was the car I was going to start taking to work when I worked at Stouffer's downtown, right? And it's like I'm on my way to my interview, and I had to call it off because I couldn't stop the car on the freeway. I mean, the brakes were so bad that, like, I'm like, I'm going to fucking die out here. I'm hitting fucking bumper-to-bumper traffic, and I didn't want to be, like, smashing bumper-to-bumper into people. And I, like, got off the off-ramp, and I was going, like, 45, and the car would not stop. So I, had to, I drove over two little tiny trees. You know, they plant. I don't know why the fuck they plant them there. You know, I was like, oh, shit. I got back home. I called the guy I was supposed to interview. I'm like, look, I'm not trying to be a dick. And I'm not trying to be stupid, but this is what happened. He's just like, oh, my God, you okay? I'm like, yes. But, but Brian, you got to you got to talk about when you went to the gas station. Hold on, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm just like you know, cars that big, they just they don't want to stop when they're fucking moving fast. And then yeah, so <laughs> it's so humiliating. It never occurred to me to even fucking look because you don't know these things exist until they trap you. So fucking, I fucking was on my way to my dad's house, right? I forget why I was in North Olmsted for some reason. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm I'm fucking almost out of gas. You know, and now, I mean, it's one of those days, you know, where you just, I just did not look at the fucking gas, like, register, like, it didn't register, look at the gas, right? So I look, I run out of gas. I had a park on the side of the road. I got to the side of the road. Okay, I'm like, fuck, I got to use a phone. I look over, there's an elementary school. All right. <laughs> so I, I fucking, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Dude. I walk into the elementary school and I walk past a class of little kids and I walk past. And Brian's door, got like and spiked it, hair and a fucking leather jacket, yeah, trench coat, and all I hear is like, little kids like going, ha, 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 and I'm like, <laughs> like the clown is here. I'm only guessing. I'm, I'm guessing that the teacher led the rebellion in this. Okay. So I get to use the phone. I walk up to the office. I'm like, I need to use the phone. Okay. They're like, okay, go ahead, use the phone. I call up uh, Huska because I knew he was home. I'm like, dude, my car's out of gas. Could you, like, stop over here with a gas can? He was like, well, where are you? I look at the people at the fucking school like, where am I? <laughs> I <don't. laughs> so i like, all right. So I fucking <laughs> I walk back to my car. And as I'm leaving the school, I hear little kids, ah! <laughs> like you little <laughs> cocksuckers. I'm not fucking making a scene as I may need to use the phone here again. So Huska shows up, gas can in hand. He's like, let's go get some gas. I'm like, all right. So we fucking leave the car there. We go to a gas station. We get gas. Come back. Go to put the gas in the fucking tank. And I open it up and I look. And it's one of those gas caps that lock. Uh. And, I don't have, and I don't have the key. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, Jehuska looks at me and goes, he just, you know, he's giving me that look with a raised eyebrow. He's like, you're fucking with me, right? And I'm like, no, man. I didn't know. He's like, how long have you had the car? I'm like, dude. I never fucking had to fill it up. I just got it. He's like, 
all right, man, let's go get you to the phone. He's like, who are you going to call? I'm like, well, I got this from my dad, so maybe I should call him. So I call him. He's at work. I'm like, hey, dad, it's, it's, it's Brian. He's like, what's up? I'm like, uh, you wouldn't happen to have the key to the gas cap for the car, would you? He's like, yeah, I would. <laughs> like, you wouldn't happen to think that maybe I might need that at some point in the near future? He's like, what? He's like, well, what do you need it for? I'm like, I'm out of gas. Why do you need gas in the car? He's like, God damn it. Where are you? I'm like, well, I'm over here in the side of the road. He's like, well, I'm at work now. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I'll be waiting at your house. Okay, so later I need to come <laughs> with the gas can. Husk like, I might as well hang out. I'm like, what am I going to do with the gas? Put my lawnmower. So we put gas in the car later. It was just so humiliating. I'm like, no, didn't you take the gas cap out with a crowbar? I think you did, dude. Because it's de- it was dented on the side of the, by the gas cap. You guys, pu- you punched it off with a crowbar. Did I? Yeah, Dad didn't have the key. Nobody <laughs> oh, had the for key. Sake. You you guys had to put gas in the I, car. So I you thought cr- he had the key. Oh, so you fuck, crow- you right, crowbarred dude. it off. Yeah, that's yeah, how fucking crazy it was. I might have got that mixed up with some other fucking car. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I ran out of gas all the time. And I was like, duh. I remember the seeing fuck? the LTD, and I was like, why is there that big dent on the fucking car? His dad didn't give me the gas key, and she had to crowbar it off. And then he didn't have oh, a gas that's cap. that's right. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was fucking pissed. That's right. I remember, because fucking Husk was like, what are we doing? I'm like, you got a crowbar? He's like, hee, hee, hee. So he goes against the crowbar. I guess I'm like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I remember that. So, um, Anderson, what was your first car? My first car. What a beauty she was. The Green Goblin, a 1979 two-tone green Monte Carlo. Yeah, I remember, oh, that. I remember that. The car. greatest, the greatest hunk of machinery ever made. That was the, that was the, oh my god, the things I let you do to that car. <laughs> Son of a bitch. What <laughs> did I do? I didn't do anything. Shit. Did you write on the dashboard? These are the rules for getting the meatball subs. There were <laughs> rules written on my dashboard. He who pays stays. I remember I didn't do that. I don't remember. Right, right. I, I do, a, I do a, remember a, that the seats were like, like literally couches. To this day, I can still remember sitting in in those seats, thinking, "Boy, this is very comfortable." <laughs> it was a very comfortable car. It was a great car. I paid a thousand dollars for it. It had twelve thousand miles on it, and I bought it in nineteen ninety. I got it off my grandma, and then uh, yeah, that was my car. It had a tape deck. And I drove everybody around in that fucking thing. That that car had so much stuff done to it. I had Kevin put a brand new stereo in it. Him and Don Cease like worked on it or whatever. Put a brand new stereo in it. And Kevin's like, I got these speakers I want to put in the car. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, whatever. I didn't care. I was like, whatever. I don't care. They were literally stereo speakers. <laughs> and when I, and when I say that. When I say that to you, I say to you, <clears throat> they were stereo speakers, like home stereo speakers. And he would – they were like – I don't know. What were they, like two feet long? You know, something like that, two, three feet long or whatever. You know what I'm Made saying? Made out of wood. Ones, yeah. The, the big box speakers. And he, and he hooked it up into my car. I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah. I was like, does it make my radio any louder? And he's like, no, they're just speakers. And it's like, okay, that's great. So I would jam them. In the uh, in the back between the uh, top of the window and the back of the seat, you know, you kind of jam them in there so they're like right there, and it's you get that little vision right between them when you're looking at the rearview mirror. All you see is two big huge speakers and a little hole in the back, and you're like, "Right, 
Um, and then if I hit the brakes real hard, the speakers would come out and hit whoever was sitting back there in the back of the head. It's so funny. And then you'd be like, they'd be like, ow. This, you know, I hit the brake and the speaker would hit him in the head. And they'd be like, ouch. Oh, what the hell? And I'd be like, oh, can you put that back up? Yeah, just push it in there real hard. they push it back in there. i drive again, hit the brakes again, and pop right back out. Hit him again. Nice. Just keep, just keep telling him, yeah. It had a broken, the, the passenger seat was broken. The handle, you know how you reach down to adjust the seat? The handle was broken or whatever, so the seat adjuster never worked there towards the end of it. And every time I hit the brakes, the seat would fly forward. And then, and then as soon as I stopped, it would shoot back again. And people didn't know this. They'd get in the car. I'd be like, hey, what's going on? They'd be like, nothing. I hit a red light. I'd slam on the brakes. They'd go flying forward. And when the car stops, they come flying back again. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so they'd go flying forward and then get pelted in the back of the head with a speaker. Right, right, nice. right. I've hit, I've hit everything imaginable in that car. Fire hydrants, uh, the cement blocks that hold stop Dude, signs. If you weren't hitting it, it was hitting you. Right. <laughs> I've, I've hit cars. Cars have hit me. Um, that yeah, that car had seen and it, and, it, and that thing was it's a, and it was so old it was it took it like a tank, it hit every it, it, I knocked a fire hydrant off the ground, and got a flat tire out of it. I mean the front end was dusted up, but you know, I took a fire. I was so scared when that happened because I'm just I'm like because when I got emancipated I was like Woo, I don't have to go. I'm like fuck it I don't want to go to school. So I'm driving down Dover Center and I pull off on one of them side streets in like Westlake, and it's like I'm like. Wow, look at that. It was all ice all the way down. I was like, this ought to be fun. So I start fishtailing, and then I lost control, and I'm sliding sideways towards a fire hydrant. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> all, all I could think of is like, I'm like, if I hit that thing, I got I to gotta be ready to move because if that water starts shooting up, no, 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 I'm not getting stuck. That's what I was afraid of. I was afraid of the water shooting up. How did um, never, how'd that car die? Uh, after its second engine. That I put into it, and I think it. it fine, I, I was finally like, you know what, fuck this. Yeah. Did you trade it in, or did you sell it, or junk it? What was the? I don't. You know, honestly, I don't know why. I I I remember driving it to some place, and then I remember driving out with a truck, and saying to myself, I can't believe I'm driving a truck. This is my truck. Am I driving this truck? Dude, I felt the same way when I got mine too. I was just like, wow, I'm driving a truck. I felt, you know. I, saw, I felt like I was Dan James. Well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about trucks in a little bit. In a little bit, actually, that's one of the topics. So uh, we'll get to that. Uh, Larry, first car. Yes, first car was a very nondescript, very unexciting Buick Skylark. Um, I uh, I have no interesting stories about Skylark. I I tend to blow <laughs> through cars. I've always blown through cars. Did you get it with uh, your own money, or did somebody give you the Skylark? Uh, I believe uh, that that was one right after I got my license. Um, my dad bought it for me. So it was, uh, new? But it was one of those deals it where it was, you know, here's the maximum you, you're allowed to spend. So, you know, I think he got it from somebody he worked with because it was cheap. Ah. Uh, I always get cheap, crappy cars uh, just because, you know, it's usually only a matter of time till I'm going to lose my license again anyhow uh, or it's going to get impounded. Or it's going to die a slow, lingering death because I cannot, do not, and will not take care of cars. All right, don't do it all out, goddammit. Um, do you, uh, how old were you when you got your driver's license? I was 17. Um, because uh, it, it took me several tries to pass the test. Yeah, I know, And uh, I know you got to space those out. So I was 17 when I got my license. All right. How did the Skylark die? Um, I don't even remember how the Skylark died. I think I got rid of it when I inherited my mom's uh, Riviera oh. uh, because it was bigger and cooler, and I liked it more. 
uh, it had more problems. Uh, the, the big one with that one was the uh, the fuel gauge didn't work. Oh, so that's always good. Yeah, that's that's always nice. Uh, I, I we had figured out the maximum distance I could go on a full tank of gas, so I would always have to fill it up, mark down my mileage, and work you know from that to figure out the next time I needed to go. Uh, and I actually got good at it. The one time, though, I, I knew I was cutting it close, but I didn't have any money. So I was trying to drag it out, trying to drag it out. And finally, I was like, I need to get up there now because now we're into the red zone. And I was going to the gas station, and it was perfect because my car ran out of gas and stalled as I coasted up next to the fucking pump. So that's called that getting every penny's worth. Yeah. It, it, like, died. And, of course, you know... If you've never been in a car, as it runs out of gas, once it runs out of gas and that engine stops and you lose your power steering and you're driving right. a giant Buick Riviera, it becomes right. a pain in the ass. <laughs> I was like, you know, planting my feet, yanking on it with both hands, trying to get that bitch turned. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Brian, how'd the LTD die? Did you trade it in? I don't remember. He killed it. It, it, it was he didn't away. have it very long. <laughs> you, got, uh, Lake you got that car from... Um, Lori's dad that had the uh, the idle turn. I fuck was thinking up. about that today, dude, on the way home of like different cars. I'm like going, man, all I remember is that one fucking car would sit there and idle at 50 fucking miles an hour. <laughs> and everyone looked at me like I was some kind of fucking asshole because the car's like, <laughs> you know, the second I fucking I put out the fucking brake, it was like, <laughs> and it was like, mother, I was so embarrassed. And, like, I couldn't even tough guy my way through that bullshit. I'm like, fucking hell. It was back when gas was like eighty nine cents too or something, so it was like it didn't matter, you know. Right. Burn through. You could get like you could get like full tank and stuff for like five bucks or something, ten right, bucks, right. you know, you're just like, That's it. I got money for food and gas and I'm good, you know? Fuck. All right, so um that takes us to let me see here, what's the next uh Okay, what was your um Brian, what was your worst car? That you Christ, owned. that was it, dude. The one with the what, the one with the idol. Yeah, because I didn't have. I mean, I didn't have it very long. I think I had it for maybe like a week. You know, it was just like, <laughs> wow. Is that the I, one? Glory wrecked. Was, there was the. I mean, there, there was the Sundance. I had the Sundance forever, and it was just like, yeah. you know, anything that could possibly go wrong with a car went wrong with that one. I mean, you know, in winter it was like you couldn't even drive it because it would just like just freeze. You know, I mean, I know it gets cold in Ohio, but goddamn, dude, there was times I had to call off work and I'm like, look, my car's frozen. I can't get it to move, you know, right? which was embarrassing because then my dad would, I mean, my dad, and then my boss would come pick me up in his car. He's like, no, you're working. I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't like that happy sounding, was I? So, um, but uh, yeah, that, in fact, the Sundance, should I tell the car got stolen story? Um, yeah, okay. Okay, so we had I had a Sundance for a couple of years. That was like the first non busted to shit car that I owned until like much later on. In which case, it just stopped it working. It was fairly totally. nice when you when you bought it. I mean, it was uh, it looked. But nice we got but we it. traded it in on a fucking minivan because by that time I had the kids and shit, and the minivan was pretty newish. So, um, but anyway, so we traded it in, and the car was dead. It would not start. It would not work. We couldn't figure it out. It was covered in bejesus and stickers and everything. By that point, you know, my ex wife was ready to get rid of it. So um, <laughs> we got rid of it. And it was like six months later, we get a call from the Canadian Mounties. Like, we found your car. We're like, look outside. There's the minivan. Like, what? They're like, yeah, your fucking, your Sundance, we found it. And this guy's accent was thick, dude. He wasn't like 
by the border Canadian. We're talking like he was fucking up God knows where by fucking in Canada. We're like, um, we turned that car in. We don't own it anymore. Like, well, your name was the only one we could find in the car. And uh, so, I mean, do you want to come get it? We're like, no, you could keep it. Like, how did they get that thing to fucking, they stole it? How the fuck did they get it up to Canada, man? We couldn't even get it back to where the fuck we lived, you know? Like, maybe two miles from where the fuck it died at a restaurant to fucking our goddamn apartment, you know? And, like, some fucking master mechanic thief broke it. Like, I'll make it work, and I'll fucking drive it up to Canada because I'm fucking escaping from New York, you know, or some shit, you know? And how the fuck did they get it to work? It was just crazy. That's weird. Yeah. It's weird, yeah. (laughs) Like, that thing was dead, you know? Worst car I ever had was uh, a, Honda Pre- a Honda Prelude. Uh, this was the same time Brian got his Sundance. Um, we both were given, like, $1,000 from our mother. It was, like, um, uh, one of the few times where we got anything from her. And um, we both bought cars. And uh, Brian's car was better than mine. Mine, I was an idiot. I bought it. I liked the car, but it had a bad trainee to begin with. Which was a mistake to buy a car with a bad transmission, but I was young. And <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's an important piece. Yeah, I was young and stupid, and I was like, well, whatever, I'll buy. Because uh, I had a Camaro and um, at one point, and its transmission, I thought, had, had fallen out. And um, it cost me like 600 bucks to fix it. So I was working at the time when I had this Prelude, and I was like, well, if the transmission goes, I can probably, you know, get 600 bucks together to fix it. Well, wrong because it was a foreign car, and it was a fucking prelude. So um, when the transmission did fall out, it was like over a, over a grand to uh, repair the fucking thing. And I went to this horrible place called General Transmission on, uh, like, West 150th, that my dad set up, which was, th- these guys were a bunch of crooks, and um, they never got the fucking thing to work right. For over a year, they fucked around and tinkered with this fucking thing to get, like, the, the fucking thing to work and um, it never worked right and um, uh, I spent like yeah about a grand on the car spent over a grand on the transmission my dad had a stroke um, <laughs> while the uh, car was being worked on so I was driving his car uh, when he actually had his stroke and um, uh, I ended up turning around and selling that car for a hundred dollars that prelude <laughs> Um, once I got it back because the transmission was never fixed. And basically I sold it to this guy because I told him that the radio was good. I was like, I take CD. And and he basically was like, cool. And the only way he could drive it was that he uh, had to snap it in the second because first never worked in the car. And that was after paying for a brand new transmission. But because the warranty on the brand new transmission that never worked right, uh, was up after that year. There was nothing else they could do, supposedly, for it. Yes, I could have probably taken them to court and everything, but I was retarded. And uh, really, what are you going to get, you know? You're going to spend all that money to go to court and everything, and then they're going to be like, well, we'll fix it, you know? And then they wouldn't. So anyway, worst car ever. Uh, hated it. Um, Anderson? Worst car? Yeah. Oh, have to be this uh, Dodge Dynasty that I had a couple right. years back. I don't even remember that. No, uh, this is this is during the married period. Uh, because you're talking about at all my whole life, right? Yes, dude. 
your whole life. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, not talking about, you're not talking about back in the day. I'm not mean, talking I'm, about I'm, the afterlife or nothing yet. Just no. Right. You're, your whole yeah, life. Okay. I had a Dodge, a blue Dodge Dynasty. It was a little, this is a little four-door car. Um, I, I called it the Die Nasty because you probably would die nasty if you drove in it. Oh, was that the, the one you were going to give to Tony? So, yeah, it's the one I gave to him, and then I had to go and repossess it from him. Oh, that thing was a hunkish. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know what? It, as, as hunk as it was, it got you from A to B. That was good enough. It was it just had, ugly, um, man. It was just like an ugly car. Go on. It, was, it, it had the windshield wipers didn't work. The um, the as you were driving it, it would ding. You would just be like bing, 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 and like the locks would start going up and down. They start locking and unlocking, <laughs> and then like the uh, the the driver's side the driver's side window uh, broke, so it got stuck down. Uh, so whenever it rained, you had no windshield wipers, and your window was open, so you're getting pelted in the face, and you can't see. <laughs> the uh, in the and then it. Uh, uh, the heater broke, and I was driving it from Fairview. That's a bad out. thing in the state. I was driving from Fairview out to Legacy Village. You know, November, December, January. Oh. At six o'clock in the morning, in in this vehicle, <laughs> you know, with the open window, no windshield wipers, and you would get one shot at the windshield wipers. Here's the thing about that: is you'd get one shot at it because if you turned them on, they would swoop up, but they would they would just wouldn't come back. So it's like you're driving. I'd be I'd be driving, and I'd be like, "Nope, I got this, I got this, I got this." And you'd get to a point where you, like you couldn't see, and you're like, you'd have to hit it, and it would swoop <laughs> up, and you'd be like, "Okay, I can see again." No, I can't. No, I can't. Okay, uh, uh, you know, it was it was terrible. I I stopped on the highway like four or five times just to get out to reset them, so that I could have one crack at it in the rain, sitting on a plastic bag with a plastic bag covering me, and I I used to pick up dudes for work. I used to pick guys up. I'd be like, you want me to drive? And they'd be like, sure. They got in the car the one day, and that's like, that was it. Like, fuck this. What was it like? But otherwise, it was a great car. Didn't Adam have a car where he had uh, windshield wipers that they used a string? He had to put a string on them. And he would pull the string from inside the car in order to make the windshield wipers work? (laughs) It was totally Flintstone style. Yeah, That's totally metal. (laughs) He totally did that. That's awesome. Um, Larry... Worst car. No, I'm sorry. I haven't had any bad cars. I mean, all my cars have been cheap, but I can't think of one that stands out in my head as a bad car. Never had any bad, bad like, repairs or anything? Didn't? Uh... I mean, I've had bad repairs. Um, I, I think it was that Skylark. Uh, it was the exhaust system. Something with the exhaust died. And took it into a... Get a get an estimate, and I don't remember the number, but it was one of those things where they they give you a number and you just kind of stare at them like, you know, is, is that dollars or pesos or what is that? Because you, <laughs> yeah. you can't actually think I'm going to spend that much on this fucking car, can you? Um, so my dad and I decided to do it ourselves because you know because we're both retarded. Um, <laughs> granted, like I am completely not handy at anything anywhere under any circumstances my dad is a very handy dude but not not so much with cars um he he can he he could probably sit down with a hammer and a bucket of nails and a friigging axe and a tree and build you a house uh cars 
cars aren't really his thing. But we were like, you know what? We can handle this. It's just the exhaust. It, it's a it's a bunch of big pipes that you friggin' screw in together, and it, this this will be easy. So we decided to do it ourselves. Basically, had to rebuild the exhaust from like the manifold back, um, which is not as easy as you might think, considering it's just a bunch of pipes that you shove together. Uh, it took the better part of a weekend. Uh, it was a complete disaster, but we finally got it put together, and we're like. Okay, it looks good. Started up. We started it up. Everything looked fine. We're good to go. Uh, the next day, I took the car out. I'm driving around, and I just hear this nice, you know, clangy thud under, underneath me. I look in my rearview mirror, and, and there's my catalytic converter and a pipe. So, yeah. being a dumbass, I stopped the car, and for the kids listening at home, I don't know, uh, some of you might not know this. Once you've been driving in your car... If you ever see your catalytic converter fall off in the middle of the road, Stop going back it. and picking it up is a horrible, horrible idea. <laughs> yeah, don't touch it. Don't wear gloves. I, uh, I forgot to mention that. I pull over. I get out. I was like, oh, this is going to be hot. So I at least had yeah, the forethought yeah. to think this is going to be hot. <laughs> so I took off my shirt because I can use that as gloves because, sure. you know, a nice cotton T-shirt. It's about the I, I think that's what welders use as gloves. So I take off my shirt. Wrap it around my hands, grab this thing, and, like, the pain is just insane. But I'm, like, too stupid to just drop it and come up with another plan. So I run it back to my car and just kind of throw it on the, <laughs> you know, floor in front of the passenger seat. Oops. Um, drive home. By the time I get home, I, of course, have no fingerprints anymore. So if I, if I were smart, I would have just embarked on a life of crime then. But I get home, and in the... 20 minutes it took me to get back home the uh the matting of the carpet on the passenger seat had just melted into like a, a solid sheet of plastic underneath <laughs> this thing but uh nice. so, so, so there's my bad repair story for you wow yeah i um yeah no okay i right. was gonna i was gonna go with something off of that but i i'll wait um so that takes us into like uh, bad car repair in general. Um, uh, you ever get that situation where you take your car in and then they, they tell you that they fixed it and they fixed something that wasn't what was wrong with your car? I um <laughs> never been that lucky. <laughs> I, I am. I, Larry was talking about when your catalytic converter fails. Um, I'll tell something. I'll tell you guys something else. Uh, in- interesting thing about your catalytic converter it provides this um, back pressure. Uh, which actually gives you more power to your engine. And um, there's a cap on there, and if something goes wrong, it depends on your car, too. If you got some fucking modern car, probably doesn't even have this shit anymore, but it used to. And uh, if the, there's a cap there, and if uh, something goes wrong, the cap can blow off, and you lose all this power in your car. And being a dumbass, I had my Camaro, and I was driving my mom around, and my catalytic converter popped, and I thought my transmission had blown. So I'd actually replaced my transmission because I thought that's what was wrong with it. And the mechanics were like, okay, they, they, they never even checked the damn thing. So when I picked the car back up, it was still making the noise and it still had low power. I was like, did you guys change this thing? And they're like, yeah, we gave you all new transmission. That's just your catalytic converter cap. So I ended up <laughs> spending a fortune yeah, on a, on a transmission over a... Something that was basically like a ten dollar part at the time yeah. that uh, they could have just smacked back on there. Well, dude, I'm I'm retarded. I don't know anything about cars. That's why you know. That's why you come to the mechanic, <laughs> right? You yeah. know, 
Exactly. I'm, I'm already I'm already signifying I don't know anything by coming to you, obviously, because I'm saying we're going to pay you too much money to do a job that I really probably could do, but I'm just too dumb or lazy to find out myself. Right. I mean, that was uh, – the thing about mechanics is that I basically look at I, – I, these days, I, I do have a newer car. I mean, it's a 2005, and I, I always take it to the dealer, and people are always like, oh, don't go to the dealer. You'll get ripped off. Look, everybody <laughs> rips you off. Yeah. Everywhere just I've out, ever been – fucking rips you off the only thing is to me is that the dealer will fix it right and rip me off at the same time it, <laughs> it it's just like they've seen my car they know what kind of car it is they have like you know diagrams and blueprints and things i'm not taking it around the corner because today's car is not like it was in the 70s yes in the 70s everybody could fix your car today it, they can't because everything's weird. And you'll go around to your buddy mechanic, and he'll get some part from somewhere made in China and stuff. And be like, oh, it's the same part. Yeah, it's just, we'll just put this part in and stuff. Oh, yeah, and it'll fix your car. But God knows what else it's doing to your car. You know, you don't know what, like, what part it's melting into your engine. I, I'm a little bit paranoid about it, but it's true. And I, these days, I just go to the dealer because, you know, it's, it's complete ripoff city no matter where you go. They're always telling you you need something else. Well, yeah, you know, I was under there, and uh, you did need the front brakes, yeah, like you were saying. Yeah, your third transaxle broke. <laughs> yeah. What? But you got this, you got the little boot thing, a little boot here, and you got this bearing, and the uh, the arm is gone. You don't know what he's talking about. I mean, you just don't, you know. And you, and you could ask your mechanic buddy, but your mechanic buddy is tired of getting asked. He's like the guy, he's like a computer yeah. guy. He's tired Jake. of it. He's just holding his head, and he's like, well, maybe that guy's right, because <laughs> he just doesn't want to work on it, you know? He doesn't want you to be like, well, can you look at it? Because he's got, like, ten cars in his driveway already. He's got nothing else to do, and right? He's, yeah, and he's just like, no, you know? Because then he's going to just jew you down anyway out of the money and stuff, and you have nothing. Oh, boy, here we go. So, um, <laughs> anyway, I don't, you know, generally with car repair, I don't, I mean, I, I don't even change my own oil. Um I could, I, I guess, but I I actually have never I never took an auto shop class. Um, I got no place to put it. I can the only thing I can do in a car besides I can change a tire. I've done that a million times because Millions. I I dri- drive my tires right down to the fucking until they just explode while I'm driving. <laughs> um is I can change I can change a fucking battery because that's the other thing in the car that always just shits on right. me. But um, anything else, like if the car just goes, it doesn't start, I forget it. I don't know what I'm looking at. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what I'm supposed to even like look at first. I could pull the dipstick out and look at the oil, you know. But I mean, I don't, I don't fucking know anything. So I mean, yeah, I totally got to take it in and you know hope that somebody fucking doesn't screw me. But they all do. They all do. Uh, Brian, what's your, uh, what's your feeling about car repair? pretty much what you said dude fucking any kind of thing you're gonna take it in for it's like you said man it's like if, if you have to first off you go in there and you're like okay you know you want to have a, a kind of idea of what the fuck is wrong with your car because you don't want them to suddenly like act like you know you just walk into a fucking mages guild you know and they start fucking talking to like you know physics your turn signal magic yeah you know yeah you don't want them to tell them you know <laughs> fix it <laughs> You don't want to appear like you're standing in front of them in a loincloth and a fucking bone in your hand, you know? And they're like, yeah, with with fucking, and you're shitting gold coins, right? You want to fucking think, okay, look, uh, I have some idea. Like, I like, Cease said it best once. He talked about getting his car fixed. He's like, look, man, 
I can fucking do it myself, okay? I'm just too lazy. All right, don't fucking run the diagnostics because that's the first thing they do. They hook your car up to a machine that's like, what is it, like 50 bucks automatically? Right, yeah, right? yeah. And, it's, and it tells them what the fuck is wrong with your car. And it's like, dude, I didn't ask you to fucking do that. You're like, well, it's in the contract. We got to do how it. That's we do it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's 50 bucks. And then uh, you tell them what you want them to fix. You tell them what you want them to fix. You're like, fix exactly. the brakes and stuff. And then they're like, yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna, done. Like, we're we're gonna ran, hook it up like, to this fucking diagnostic and shit. And these days, it's like almost $100 for that. And it's just some bullshit. It doesn't cost them anything. You know what I mean? They're plugging that yeah, thing into your computer. And the computer in your car just basically goes, you know, it spits out a code. It's like 43 or something. <laughs> and they look in the book and you're like, oh, yeah, bad brakes or something. You know what I mean? Fuck them. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Getting you all, know, getting no, it's serious, dude. It's like, how in the fuck does a machine, it's like, it's like they, they hook it up and the thing's barely in there for like a second. And it's just like, this needs to be fixed, this needs to be fixed. And I'm like, I'm, I drive the thing. You know, you'd, fi- you'd think I would know what the fuck is, uh, what else is wrong with it. I have no idea. Yeah, you would think, though, you know? that that machine is like something they, out of like Terminator they come to you and like, Terminator you know or something. that uh, <laughs> your um, brake lines are starting to fray, right? You know, you're like, No. Of course, I don't fucking know that because when I came to you, I would have said, hey, do you think maybe you could fix my brake lines too because they're starting to fright? Did I say that? No, I didn't fucking say because I didn't fucking know. And when they talk to you like you're completely fucking out of your, you're like, huh? You know? And it's like, dude, I know I'm stupid, okay? You know that shit's broken. But the only reason you know that shit's broken is because you just fucking looked at it. You know? The machine told you the shit was broken. Well, it's not so. like it's not like when you go out there that they... um that they show you like uh like what what the hell they're talking about most of the time or they point to something some places will like have it up on the lift but nine times out of ten they wait until you're gone and then they just call you on the phone they're like uh yeah well while we were under there we noticed that you're you're leaking some oil and uh you know you got a hole in your oil pan you know and you're yeah, like, well, they don't tell you that most cars leak oil anyway. <laughs> it's just like oh all right i guess I should fix that. How much is that going to be? Well, let's see. We got the part here, and then the labor and everything. You're looking at another uh, $190. You're like, fuck. Well, what's the total going to be? You know? Uh, Well, with the brakes, it's... uh, It's always the worst, isn't it, dude? It's like, you know? Charge and... Your, nu- the, your nuclear power plant is about to have a leak, gonna so uh, we're going to have to really fix that. You know, you know it's, it's a, like yeah, you feel like the world's biggest bum because they're coming at you and they're like naming a figure, which is literally a down payment on another fucking car, just as shitty as the one you got. They're like, look, man, I got an idea. Why don't you just fix what I ask you this... to fix and we'll get to that other stuff later? You want to, right. to, to change the oil? I really right want to get to this stuff right now. I was like, no, I don't think I want to get to it right now. I think you should just like fix what I asked you to fix, okay? Yeah, and, you know? What can we get away with to make me street legal for now? That's what I used to always exactly. Tell. But then they're you just know? then they're just loosening a bolt or something anyway, so you have to go back. I mean, it's like you just totally you're telling them that, but you it, why is it that whenever you go that like you've got to go back like two weeks later, you know, and because right. there's something else that's fucking wrong with it that's you know that they didn't catch when they were under there the last time. That's uh, why I always go to Jake. Yeah, Jake. But I mean, Jake is like uh, his um, his ability is you know somewhat limited as well. If it's a common problem and it's an old car, then he can handle it. But um, that's you know, why. I, well, like I said, it, that's why. Like I in order to Jake. fix my window on in, in the car door, they had to rip the fucking inside of the car door out because they couldn't figure out how to get it off. You know, that's the kind of thing that like you know, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> not, right. not not sure he's the best mechanic I know, but uh, you know. <laughs> 
He's cheap. Dude, he's the only one I know, and he has this ultimate set of tools. Yeah, no, you know he's great. He, you know, he's cheap when you're when you're broke. You know, if you don't mind oh, yeah. the forty people that are in his garage with him at the time, you know, <laughs> and the conversations that he has, he just stops working and stands there and stares at you and starts talking. You're like, dude, how about you just fix my car? <laughs> like, I like you and all, but we can get through this a lot quicker if you just shut up and work. <laughs> Great guy, though. Great guy. You don't really got to worry about him listening to this show. Because, uh, <laughs> okay, just, fuck you. I'm, I'm going to come get just you. Thinking, I'm just kidding. You know, probably. He's helped me out on, he's helped me out on many occasions. He's actually come and picked me up at places. No, he's he, a great guy, man. He's great. All right. I don't know why we're even talking about him. So, um, right. Anderson, what, what's your, what's your uh, consideration about car repair? I haven't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I used to take my car to place all the time. I used to take like Firestone or whatever, all the time, and they just ripped me off constantly. And uh, I remember when you used to go to Firestone. You used to go to Firestone all the time. All I used to like live up there. They had a, they had a picture of me on the wall. It's it was the greatest li- customer. It was literally like every time, like every weekend, I talked to him. He was, he was always going up to Firestone. I was never quite sure what the hell was going on with that. It's like, why are, you going to, yeah. why are you going to Firestone, dude? And you're like, well, that's where my car is at and stuff. And that's it was where my like, car was at. Because, uh, I mean, sometimes it was just up there. I couldn't afford to pay them, so they would just keep it. <laughs> They'd be like, well, we'll just wait till you get the money. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. In the meantime, you'll be walking, buddy. You'll be busting. Right, it. exactly. But uh, that's so I stopped. I, I tried stop going to I stopped going to places like that. We had a place up there in Cleveland area, uh, like a family-owned place, and they were really good. Um and they were always busy because they were really good. But um, other than that, no, I I found my neighbor's brother was a mechanic down here. So whenever the car broke down here, when the brakes broke, he fixed them for me, stuff like that. But I don't go to – I try not to go to those big places. I don't, no, repairs suck. You don't repair your cars, do you? You just drive them into the ground. Just admit it. There's for no, the most part. Yeah, no, well, yeah. There's no did you hear about? Did you hear about the dynasty? I mean, it didn't, that stuff just didn't happen. <laughs> you could have fixed it, right? But you were like, you know, no. You saw the goblin, Larry. You know what the yes repairs. Uh, the the big reason I tend to get hand me down cars is because I always try to, if I'm going to buy a car, and it's, it's rare that I buy a car. Um, I have convinced myself I have to buy them new because I need that warranty because I. I can't fix shit on a car. I know I can't fix shit on a car. And I admit, I, I ain't great at taking care of them. I, uh, I, I make sure I take, the, take it in for an oil change because I can't do it myself. Uh, when, you know, it starts to smell funny when I run the car. Uh, the, the tires, I, I, on more than one occasion, I have run a tire till you could see, like, the metal bands showing through the side. Oh, that's when they start to get those, or when they start to get those, like, bubbles in them and shit. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I run mine into the ground uh, because I, I, I'm a cheap bastard, and uh, <laughs> usually by the time I take a car anywhere to get anything done, um, my last car, the, the the brakes were just shot on it. Like my brakes were making noises. I've never known any brakes to make on any vehicle ever. So finally, I was like, you know, maybe I should take them and get it, get get them looked at. And my last car was a piece of shit that i paid i think like 1200 bucks for uh and getting the brakes fixed was going to cost me like 2500 i was like yeah i'm not going to do that so uh 
Yeah, if you're ever driving your car, okay, the thing where your brakes scrape, that that's normal. I've gotten used to brakes scraping when I step on them. If you want something scary, hit your brakes, get that scraping, and then the whole car starts to shudder. Again, that's, I've been through that before. But this one, I hear that bad scrape, the car's shaking, and then I just hear a pop, and the car stops shaking. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> Right. That probably wasn't good. Yeah. That's going to happen to me soon. That's what my car does. I, I come up to red lights and I'm bopping back and forth. It's not. Yeah. And it's that, unintentional. That, I'm just like. Whoa, 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 whoa. like Pop. Uh oh. Kids love but, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's good when uh, when mom wants you to take the kids and it's not your weekend. Uh, sorry. I, I just don't feel safe picking up our kids in my car. You're that was the have... rule a month ago. Now it's like, well, I don't have a new car. <laughs> I don't have a choice now. She's like, well, you better come get them. <laughs> All, right. All right. Let's talk, All right. Let's talk about, Brady, let's talk about Brady, God's children. Let's talk about car cleanliness for a minute. Um, oh, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much everybody here, dude. Well, wow. I, you know, Kevin, I think it's like the cleanest. I, I try to keep it. Uh, listen, I try to keep it clean. Uh, in the inside nowadays, there's no like trash or anything, except for maybe like you know little bitty stuff that you can't get at because it fucking falls into the crevice and you know fuck it. You got to get like some micro vacuum. But um, I, I I just can't figure out these people that keep going and paying money for the car wash for the exterior of the car because like it's like man, we live in Cleveland. And if right. it's not fucking, like, snowing and shitting salt on your car, then it's just covered in, like, tree sap and bird poo and fucking everything else. And so that, That's you know, it, it's like you, you can't keep the thing washed unless you're going to the car wash all the time. And... Or, you know, you're one of these crazy assholes that's out buffing your fucking car. Washing it down with a diaper. Uh, yeah. Every day. <laughs> yeah. Really Those people make me crazy. Don't understand it. I just don't get it. Because it's Cleveland. If I lived in sunny-ass California, I'm sure I'd still get some bird poop, maybe some sand on my car or something. But, you know, it wouldn't be the, the nightmare weather horse or... I mean, like, what was it, this past weekend or something? I don't know what time it was, like 9 or 10 in the morning or something. There was like a hurricane just passed through here. Yeah. I was just like just in bed still, and it was just like, you know, and like lawn chairs are flying by and everything, and I'm like, I, yeah, that's always the best, man. Looking out your window, and you just see shit go flying in the other direction. Like, uh, what the fuck was that? And I was like, don't go outside. And then it just like stops, and your car is like covered with like those spinny leaf like seed pod things, and you know. And yes, I could try to put it in the garage, but nobody here actually keeps their car in a garage because garages are used for like holding all the other shit that like you know, you know, you can't <laughs> all keep your video games, you know, right? Video games or your workbench or your lawnmower and shit. No one knows where to put all that crap. So you know, it, it basically your car stands outside and just gets fucking fucked up. So. um I don't know. That's just my opinion. Uh, you know, it's kind of like when I get a scratch on my car. Like, it, I'm not one of those people. There's people out there like, oh, dude, oh, my God. Dude, there's a fucking, who did, oh. You know, these people get all mad and shit. And I'm like, I, like, I get at a grocery store or something, like somebody, like, ding my car or something. I'm just like, you know, I live in Cleveland. It comes with purchasing the vehicle, as far as I'm concerned. It just, I just know that that's, that is going to happen. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to get upset about it at all. I mean, right. you, you know, if somebody put, like, their boot through my car door or something, there's a big <laughs> dent, you know, maybe then I'd be like, but if my car is dinged, I'm disappointed. You know, I'm just like, eh, 
can't have nothing. But that's it because – yeah, go ahead. I was going to say I came, I came – I was walking out of work the, uh, the other night. And I was walking up to my car and the light was I, – you know, I work in a mall, so there's – you know I'm parking in the mall. And I come walking out and the light was hitting the fender just like a different way and I'm looking at it as I'm walking up. I'm like – Oh shit! Somebody hit my car and dented the fender. Oh boy! I didn't even—you know what I mean? I'm just like walking, like, oh well, no big deal. I got, got closer, and it was just the way the light was hitting it, so every, and everything was fine. I was like, huh, okay, everything's fine. You know, like I don't care. But you, like, you, you get those people that are like, oh my god! <laughs> oh, dude! I, sometimes you don't even know what the fuck they're looking at. You know, right. you're like, you know, they're like, oh, fucking, I got fucking thing right here. What? <laughs> I, I release. Anyways, you know, I'll just, just say that. I'll just say I release. I bumped his. I cartoons. can empathize with those people because I remember walking out of the mall one time, walking to my car, and the way I was parked, I didn't realize it because I couldn't see the passenger side because I was walking towards the driver's side. I hop in my car, start to pull out, look over to the side, and. The rearview mirror on the passenger side is gone. (laughs) I stop. I get out of my car. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I walk around. There's my smashed mirror sitting next to the car in, like, the parking spot next to me. I was like, oh, god damn it. And, of course, if if you've never contacted mall security for anything, very useful group of people. (laughs) I'm not sure what their function is, but it's not to assist with anything ever. (laughs) Right. Right. Oh, sorry. There's uh, not much we can do for you. Yeah, it's um, you know, the car repair. Like the 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 thing is, it's like your car is like so. Uh, like I'm amazed. It's like in the condition it's in. Like my car. Like considering all the shit, it gets like thrown at it, rocks from the road. You know, kids just riding up and banging into it. Fucking, you know, dogs scratching on. Birds are pooing on it. Raccoons yeah, probably like. <laughs> Tearing into the, like, the garbage cans and eating next to it and everything, and it's just bouncing around down the road. My ass is in it, you know, driving <laughs> not properly, you know, taking turns too fast, accidentally hitting the curb. Yeah, you're hoping the wheels bevel, but sometimes you just know that you're just taking a chance of just your car is going to like rip in half and go two different directions at once. And it's just like, you know, these people that freak out because they're shiny mirror like car. I mean, I understand. I mean, I, I, you know, you paid all that money for it and stuff, but. Really, you live in Cleveland. Just you know, it comes with the contract, like Brian says. It's um, <laughs> it just is. But all right, yeah. So cleanliness. Uh, By the way, for somebody whose life is in as, as much disarray as mine, I am manically clean about uh, my cars and uh, the cars I use, uh, except that I don't vacuum them. On the inside, but do you wash them all the time on the outside? When they get bad, because I know that as soon as I take it in, well, when it, yeah. there will be sleet and hail tomorrow. Right. No, I mean, um, I, I wash my car occasionally, too. But, I mean, like, you know, maybe once a but, month or something. But, but, like, the inside, you know, the back seat, you'll have, like, whatever empty bag I generated that day. But as soon as I get home, it gets thrown out. Um, I, I cannot understand those people who will have, like, five months worth of mcdonald's bags in the back seat and like half of their laundry where they took it to the laundromat half of it fell out of the basket but they didn't feel like picking it up off the seat so it's still there uh half of an uneaten pizza shit like that 
Yeah, I, I know. Those people I don't care. The only one that's, like, really crazy that I've ever sat in... I mean, everybody's got a messy car, and I've sat in some messy fucking cars. Um, but Brian's, uh, Brian's girlfriend had this collection of Diet Pepsi bottles in the car. Oh, yeah. She still does, dude. The new one she's got... Oh, yeah. It was just like, God damn it, man. Like, how do you even sit in here? Because it's just like, you know, there's they take up so much... Yeah. They take up so much volume of space. It's like, uh, I don't know. Just get them out of there. See, see I don't know how you can do it with something like she never a finishes their Pepsi pops, bottle. It's like, because those are small. As soon as you're done drinking your Pepsi, you should be chucking that out the window anyhow. Right. <laughs> while you're driving. So yeah, sure. Get those I clean like my it. car like once a month, dude. But otherwise, I mean, there could be rats in there. I would never know. <laughs> my car's a fucking it up. Takes time. My kids are like, <laughs> no, Damn, the worst, man, dude. Dude, up. you know your car's a fucking total shithole is when you're, <laughs> when you're driving down the road. And like you suddenly discover like you have spiders or something fucking gross in your car, man. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, my fucking my, my Ford Ranger, I was like it was like it was like it's something out of like invasion of the spider kingdom because I'd go out yeah. there and it was like it was like a cocoon. You yeah. know. Spiders <laughs> love those Ford Rangers. You're you're fucking driving down the road and all of a sudden like out of the fucking out of the ceiling next to you, so on the thread, you look in the rearview mirror and you're like, What is that? You turn looking to the right and it's like Bleh. Fucking next to you, like, ah, you know, fucking, yeah. you know, because you don't want to hit it, because you're like, is it a brown recluse? Is it a brown recluse? Because you know, I'm a coward. So I'm just like, I don't want to touch. It's gonna, you know. <laughs> right. Another great one is uh, my one car was sitting for a while because of the brakes, so I was borrowing, uh, like my dad's car, my stepmom's car, my girlfriend's car, or whoever's car I could use, so that I didn't have to risk my life to do whatever. So my car had been sitting for like months in the driveway. I go out. Hop in. I'm driving, and I start to hear this like buzzing. I look passenger side door. I have a fucking beehive. That oh my god! Actually, is the lost fucking cocoon thing. I was like, ah, that was nice. (laughs) And the one time I went out and popped the, I popped the uh, glove box and look inside, and there was like a bunch of chewed up shit. Where like a rabbit or a rat or something had come like up through the engine into the car through like the front panel while it was parked there. That, <laughs> I, that, that was fun. I sold, Dude, fucking I sold, Huska was driving one time and he's fuck. He was terrified of fucking spiders, man. And I'm in the passenger seat and, um, there was a fucking little spider crawling across the dashboard. And I point and look, I look out and we're in the mall parking lot. Grand the mall. I look out the right and I hear the, I hear the door just go and we're moving. <laughs> we're doing 20 <laughs> miles an hour, man. And the door to go, and I turn and look, and the fucking there's nobody driving. The car's just like rolling through the fucking parking lot. I have my fucking, I have my seatbelt on and shit. I'm all buckled in. I look over and there's the passenger, the driver's door is open, and Joe's like still kind of like rolling along the fucking road and shit. I'm like, oh my god, you know, fucking reaching over, fucking hit the brakes and slow down. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's like, can't stand spiders, man. I'm like, well, Jesus Christ, that was totally James Bond shit. What the fuck? That was nuts. I sold the uh, I sold that dynasty that I had to some people, some unsuspecting victims, and uh, <laughs> the kid gets in the passenger side. He opens up the glove compartment and he grabs the owner's manual. And it's all chewed up, like a mouse was all in it and stuff. And I was like, oh, I don't know what that's all about. I never I never had any. I don't know. And he you know, puts it back. So I go to uh, open the trunk for him. I go around back. I op- we were standing there and I open the trunk. And as soon as I lift the lid, there goes a mouse running right across the back of the trunk. <laughs> goes diving underneath, like where you know where you put the spare tire and stuff. I was like, "Oh, I guess you get a mouse with this car too." The dude still took it. <laughs> like it's a selling point. 
Yeah, I'm like you get a free mouse, you get a free buddy, you get a little pet. Remember that? I remember that big car I gave you, Anderson. That one had my, mice in the engine because they got into like that. Uh, there's like <laughs> mice that, in the engine. Well, no, in the <laughs> insulation. On a wheel? Now the insulation right above uh, above the there was insulation, and they had gotten in there and made like a like some kind of nest or something. And right, um, C's so got them out of there. But that's that's not that's because the car never was driven. Because I was driving that um, that tempo around, and uh, the big car just sat for the longest time. So it was by the woods, and they they had gotten into it. That that shit happens. Um, so basically, Larry and I keep our interiors clean, and um, Don and Brian have um, health crisis. On health issues. Health violations. <laughs> yeah, health go violations in their cars and shit. I don't know. Uh, all right, so it's probably because you guys don't drive women around too often. Although you no. guys have kids, I, I don't. I know. got kids. You just <laughs> they all sit in the back, dude. All my all my rubbish is up in the front. No, I got, I got a, I got a pile of shit. It's like letters, uh, some work stuff like pens, CDs, like just all kinds of just a mishmash of just stuff. And and it's like if somebody needs to sit in the front, I go over there and I pick it all up and I throw it in the back. And then when I got to get the kids in there, I pick it all up, I throw it in the front. <laughs> it's, front. it's just a big pile of shit. There's a tie in there, and there's like you know my phone charger, just stupid, you know. I will say this though, you know, part of it like I live in a house now, and for the longest time I lived in apartments, and. Having the house kind of like um, is helpful because uh, you can like kind of like have a trash can outside and get into your car and like dig stuff out and clean it out. And when you lived in an apartment, that's a huge fucking hassle because you got like your car can often be like uh, blocks away and stuff. So then right. it becomes a question of like when the hell are you ever going to get the opportunity? Or you can go to like one of those cleaning areas, you know, but then that costs like quarters and shit. And when you're like struggling, you know, to barely make right. it, when you're doing that whole, I'm going to insert an empty envelope and <laughs> withdraw money, and then yeah. uh, tell the bank later that I forgot to put the check in, <laughs> and you know, because that always went over real well. Um, yeah, no, uh, just just didn't work out so well. Okay, so let's talk trucks versus cars. Uh, Brian and Don, Larry had a. Do you ever ever have a truck? You had like a SUV, but did you ever own a truck truck? Um. I, I've, I've been borrowing a truck for a while, but I've never owned a truck. So okay, but you've driven, you've, you've, driven, you've driven one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. I've never actually owned one, so I'm going to have to defer to you guys. What do you like about them? Do you like them better than cars? Do you like cars better than the truck? What's what's the story? with Ryan, tell us a little bit about it. What, what's your opinion? I like trucks because you can only put one person in it. Well, too. Yeah, so you don't have people come to you go, hey, man, can I get a ride? Because they look over and they see that giant pile of shit in the fucking seat and actually like, oh, sorry. And uh, it's helpful if you have to move your own stuff around, not your friends. Move your right. own stuff. If you can move your own stuff, it's pretty cool. Um, it, most of them are standard shift, which I find a lot more entertaining to drive. Um, I mean, you own a truck now, basically. You still own that Ranger or what? No, I sold that, too. Oh, I've you got did? The, uh, really? Pontiac Vibe. Yeah. Oh, so you're um, driving. Well, what is, what's Jody driving? She's driving her mom's, I don't know what the fuck it is, the big goddamn car. It's an old person car. Um, so Brian doesn't yeah, have a car and Jody's got two. Basically, that's what it is. But all right. Yeah, she, but yeah it's in her name dude, because it's like, you know, the insurance is in her name. And she right gets, on. you know, she has, she, you know. So, um, you know, it's like I liked the truck just because I thought it was just easier to get around it. You know, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It was just I don't know. It's just easier to get around it. So, 
That's it. I mean, it wasn't like I got the truck. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like I had, like, a personality for my truck. Like, you know, well, big guy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is Here we are again going down this road, you know, nothing like that. You know, just like, yeah, fuck, who cares? Uh, Anderson, opinion? Um, I basically bought a truck for the same reason. I was like, because, well, you know for a fact, Kevin, that I would fit, like, eight, nine, ten people in that fucking Monte Carlo all the time. And it was just a pain in the ass. I was always like, I, I was like, got sick of it. So I just bought a truck so I could drive me and Oz around. And that's, you know, and everybody would be like, can I get a ride? I'd be like, nope, Oz already got shotgun. You never called anything. Oz always has shotgun. Sorry. Yeah. And, uh, Standing rule. Pretty much. And I had like the cap on the back of the truck. So I threw it. My mom had an old mattress. So I threw that in the back of the truck. And, you know, you could go sit in the back of the truck and be comfortable and stuff. And then people were like, Hey, you know what? I'll just I'll just ride in the back since I can sit on that mattress if that's all right. And me and Oz would be like, "All right, that's cool." I think I told this one. Here I go again, where we would take the smoke bombs and we put them in a uh, empty Crayola box, and then we would uh, light them, open up the window in between the the uh, the front and the back. Under you know what I mean? And uh, throw them in the back. Whoever right? it was would be in the back. Be like, "What do you want?" We'd be like, "Here, take some crayons." And we throw the box at him. <laughs> then we'd shut that window and lock it on him. And then yeah. the smoke bomb would go off, and you know we so, used to do yeah, that. Anderson for, used to um, drive stuff. like six people to school, and uh, all it, the time. It, it came with kind of a um, a kind of a, like a debt in a sense because while he would drive you to school, because he picked up so many people, and he's Don Anderson, you would always get to school late. So, right. um, you know, it was. Uh, I'll give you a ride, but you're going to be late. Yeah, you're going to get a detention. If you know, basically that's what it meant. And but the, the, you know, never really asked anybody for driving money uh, for gas. And he would often like pick people up um, or take people home from school. And because we got out of school early, uh, he would then go back and pick other people <laughs> that's up. Hardcore, man. Yeah, he would pick up other people later in the day to take them home from school too. So yeah. nice guy. I like. I just like driving. Except on the highway. You've never been big on, uh, maybe these days you are, but for the longest time you really were, if it was like driving through the metro parks, you'd be cool with it. But if it was like getting on the highway, not so much. Going somewhere. No, no, you never really were big into the whole highway. I never under, quite understood that. Maybe it was too fast for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, it's too fast, man. It's fucking crazy. Uh, so, uh, Larry, uh, truck or car? Uh, car. I don't really like driving trucks um I, I think it's always important to have at least one friend who has a truck because you know eventually everybody moves and i tend to do it a whole lot um but i i i uh i i move back and forth enough that you know between work or going wherever the hell it is i'm going that i like the ability to uh actually put shit in my back seat because I don't like having stuff on the passenger seat while I'm driving, because that's where my food goes when I'm eating. Uh, so I like having a back seat, and uh, I, I just like you know not being crammed into the cab and having a big open space in my vehicle that nine times out of ten I'm not using for anything. Are they shitty in snow? I've always thought that the main reason I was yeah. never really interested in yes. it was because yes. people always seem <laughs> like... The, the truck I've been using handles like a drunk pig in the street. <laughs> All the weight oh, is up front. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
this one in particular that I have is uh, a bastard, and, and and I almost you know this is the one that almost killed me this past winter because yeah they're they're horrible. There you go, Brian. Yes. Uh, what do you think about driving trucks in the winter? You, you, bad? Good? It's not bad if you have a fucking eighty pound sandbag in the back over your right. tires, but uh, you know, yeah. other than that, yeah, there is that. Fucking, <laughs> you know, and if you don't have a, if if you don't have a like I didn't have a uh, camper back. You don't have to worry about it so much because the back end of your truck fills with snow, which is highly entertaining when you take off on their freeway and you blind everybody behind you because you have your own portable <laughs> blizzard. You know, I thought that was pretty great. You know, um, yeah, you always manage to. I mean, it makes no difference winter, summer, what the fuck ever. Number one, any turn you take, if you take it too fast, your tires are going to fucking squeal. And if you hit a bump just right, your tires are going to go out from underneath you a little bit. You're going to fucking suddenly like start going right or left, which is kind of funny. You know, if it's just you, it's like I'd have my kids in the fucking pickup truck, you know. So I thought that was great, you know, that for that for that very reason right there. But otherwise, dude, it's a fucking death trap. You know, if you had to put your brakes on really fast, it's like you're not even, like, deciding, like, am I going to counter steer? Or it's like you're just like, am I, how bad is the crash going to be? You know, because there's no control. There's no control involved here at all. Let's just get that out of the way. All right. All right, so uh, last question then uh, before we. You need like up. one of those big, like those big lockups you use on the big wheel, those big handles you pull on the fucking tires and you start spinning. You know, some sort of controlled fucking smashing, but that's about it. You need like the Fred Flintstone thing where you put your feet down <laughs> to brake, like yeah. Uh, be great my feet ripping off underneath my car. It fucking suck. No, because you got those giant combat boots, so you probably just slide. And uh, um, Brian, what was your favorite car that you owned? The car that I liked the best, that I had the most fun in, was probably the um, Delta 88. Delta 88. I had a Delta 88. I bought, uh, I got, uh, the guy, when I worked at Chester, sold me a Delta 88. That thing was great. It was like a boat. The one that my, ex, my ex-wife smashed. Uh, oh, that's on, on the, the one she wrecked. On the okay, yeah. Yeah, that's when you were driving uh, long distance. I don't really remember yeah, that. Yeah, I got a phone call. Uh, it says, call home a- ASAP. I'm like, uh-oh. And I called home. My wife at the time was like, okay, I'm fine. The baby's fine. Um, the car's destroyed. She drove like, the fucking car in a blizzard. I mean, why'd she even... Why'd yeah, she... She, she would not drive home to see me when I was there. She drove home... Uh, she was driving out somewhere to, in a blizzard. She went to go visit a friend, and I was there. And I'm like, hey, it's been a month. I haven't seen She's like, well, why don't you come out and visit? You know, you could stay the night here. I'm like, because she's older and she doesn't like me much. So how about you come home, and I could be your husband? She's like, no, I'm not doing that. Nah. So. There's that angst again. Damn it. Uh, Anderson, what was your favorite car? It's got to be the Monte Carlo, the Green Goblin. Yeah, didn't you have two Monte Carlos or just no? What, what was the, what was the white one? Wasn't there a white one? What was after the Monte Carlo? That's when I bought trucks. No, there was like, didn't you have two cars though, like that that were big like that? I distinctly remember nope. you having two like that. Really, nope. you didn't have two Monte Carlos. All right. Nope, I had the one. I had the one Monte didn't you Carlo. Have a cutlass? Did you have a Cutlass? No. No. Hmm. All right. Thought you did. Okay. No. That was Gary Gray's baby blue one. Don't forget to add. You know Larry's back, right? He's back. Yeah, yeah he, got, he got disconnected. Don't you read the screen? Oh, oh, oh. That Larry. I don't know. I thought you meant Gary Gray. Sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> I got his known phone number. Though. Awesome. Um, yeah, I think it would be the Monte Carlo because that's the one I had the most fun in. That was the one I did everything in. I drove that thing everywhere. And... 
My favorite car, my favorite car was probably the uh, yellow Camaro that I got from Bill Bailey. Okay, uh, let everybody drive. That um, was a complete like uh, it only had thirteen thousand miles on it, but because it was a Camaro from '81, it was um, uh, mechanically unsound. And uh, you can tell Larry's back too, can't you? Because it's just like all of a sudden the power mic comes on. You can hear his dad breathing in the other room. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like it sounds like you're in a kitchen. Yeah, it's just so powerful. You can hear everything. I'm in the basement talking on a cheap headset that I got for free when I took some Microsoft classes. They can use that on that Ghost Hunters because I think we can hear them sometimes going, help us. (laughs) (laughs) Get out. Get get us out of here, please. Get a job. Stinks in here. Um, Don't touch yourself. Uh, the Camaro was cool. It was uh, 81 yellow. It was the last year of that model. It had T-tops, mags, and a spoiler, which was the, that combination uh, was basically no two. There was never another one like it. Um, it only had a six in it, though. wasn't a race car by any means. It had some pickup, though, and it did work right. Um, but basically, it was just a fun car to drive around. You could always find it in the parking lot. And, um, uh, you know, it was Bill Bailey's car first. So um, that's... It was owned by a lunch lady. Yeah, it was owned by a lunch lady. Uh, it was just a fun... It was a fun ride. And the funny thing is, is I gave it away. I gave <laughs> it to our poor friend Adam, which literally, I think one day... Drove that thing for a thousand years Anderson later. and I could probably do, <laughs> yep. like, a whole show about Adam uh, yeah. for our audience and entertain you endlessly about how never seen crazy this guy is. But... Um, oh, no. Uh, anyway, I gave it to them, and somehow they managed to pass the uh, e-check, which is the emissions check here in Ohio, um, and uh, they drove it again for at least another two years after I gave it to them. Um, you drove it for a while. Yeah, yeah, for a long time, and uh, that was sort of depressing in a way, but then it did look like a hunk of shit, so it was good to just let them, let them have it. Uh, Larry, favorite car? Um... I had two, really. Uh, two of the only ones I actually bought with my own money. Um, as much as we make fun of my little TIE fighter Geostorm, I liked it. Uh, made me look cool, yeah. sporty little green Geostorm with the side detailing. And uh, uh, the, the, the Dodge Durango, which cost a truckload of money, was a complete bastard on gas, but... Uh, but was a fucking trooper and uh, looked good. And at the time, I was doing a lot of uh, my job at the time required me to travel a lot and go site to site and do computer repair. And I, I could load a couple of printers into the back of that thing and a PC and all my various other parts and tools and shit and not have it impact like my actual driving space i could still have all my notebooks and stuff with me and drive for two hours and i was cool with it because it was a good comfortable ride uh so i I really liked that one as well cool okay well uh honestly folks this show would have been probably even better if don sees would have been here only because um he's he's got great car stories yeah he does and it's unfortunate that he wasn't make he wasn't able to make it um just uh, that's how the show works not that we were any slouches but um uh this show really would have been better because the guys had uh, unbelievably nightmare stories that he could tell us um (laughs) yeah just just you just have no idea how you think your luck's bad no 
Not with right. that when it comes to cars. <laughs> compared to that guy's yeah, car stories. It's, it's just not. Um, re- yeah, go ahead. Nothing, nothing. No. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, okay. So um, that's it. Uh, our next show is in two weeks. It's going to be on drinking. Uh, did you guys have anything else that you want to say? Final. Should we be drinking when we do the show? No, we're just going to be talking about all that. You can, if you'd like. Uh, you know, I, I, people have asked us to drink on the show. Uh, one of the problems with that, folks, is we do record this show on Sundays. And outside of Brian, most of us have to get up to go to it's work. It's Jesus Day. And, um, you know, but uh, sure, feel free to have a have, liquor up um, beforehand. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but we're going to be talking about all aspects of drinking. Sort of like um, the first time we got drunk as far as uh, the bar life, um, you know, drinking at home, uh all sorts of things. I have a whole list of questions we're going to ask. It's going to be interesting. And uh, if you're in Cleveland, uh, you only have two more weeks before the uh, 8th Annual Cancer Benefit at Knockouts in Parma, which uh, is now also co-sponsored by uh, ClevelandSportsRadio.net, who will be, uh, who, who will be matching a uh, portion of the uh, ticket sales on one of our raffles for a... Uh, Cleveland Browns items, so uh, come on out. We'll have cornhole, we'll have pool, we'll have cheap beer and pasta and pizza and wings, all you can eat and drink for 15 bucks, and you get to hang out with me and maybe Brian and uh, reportedly Kevin. If I remember, I gotta remember. If he remembers. Yeah, uh, if I remember too, dude, same thing. And, and if Brian remembers. You should just text me, because most likely I won't be doing anything else, so just text me and let me know. Um, yeah. That's going to be it. And then uh, next week, uh, video game news, we're going to be talking about evil in video games. I don't know. It was Don's. Uh, like I'm saying. It was Don Cease's um, topic, um, so uh, we'll um, see where we can drag out of us on that um, one. Um, yeah, um, not really sure. And Larry Mack will have a very special evil game review next week for you. Um, so if you're listening live, keep listening. Uh, in about uh, 10... Thirty, we're going to start the Cleveland Sports Radio show, and UFC 100 was yesterday, and we have Akuma on to talk to us about that as well. I saw it. Pitch his own show. Well, Anderson, you're on the sports show, so uh, oh, good thing. You can you can tell us all about it um, at 10:30. So uh, I'm going to scream at Akuma. I'm going to be like, "Listen here, I'll tell you how it really is." So that's it. I don't have an outro for Midwest Wasteland. I had a couple people ask about us reading their emails on the show. Show goes long. This show's long, um, so there's no time so for it. So sorry. Uh, maybe eventually, um, but uh, no, not right now. Sorry. Uh, but, you know, that's just how it is. Okay, that's it. You guys got anything else? I don't know. Peace. Nope. All right. Take it easy. Later. Later. See you in 10. Thank you for listening once again to today's Boondoggle Radio Show. 
Please be sure to check out our website, domaincle.com or todaysboondoggle.com for more shows and check out our archives. Follow us on social media at Today's Boondoggle on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter for more information about this podcast. And please support us on www.anchor.fm forward slash Today's Boondoggle as well as on our GoFundMe and Venmo. Be sure to subscribe, comment, download, and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spreaker, and all the other podcast platforms out there. Please email us with any questions, suggestions, and comments via todaysboondoggle at gmail.com. Leave us some five-star reviews and help spread the word. Thanks again for listening.